Leo, we think we're out of the woods with COVID. I know. And what do they hit us with? Fucking monkeypox. Monkeypox. A lot of people were saying that they'd rather die than contract monkeypox because of the side effects. The side craters effects. in your face, Danny. Craters. I figure there'd be craters around your anus, that around too. your penis. It goes all the way up to the face. To the face, my man. You better pray. You don't contract. Are you kidding me? If I, <laughs> first of all, if I get it, it's it's almost like a wave coming out of the closet, right? It's like I got monkeypox, boys, and you guys mm -hmm. look at me and you go. Well, we always knew that you were gay. We mm -hmm. And I go, yeah, I uh, I am gay. I was having anal sex with a man. Because that is the only way to get monkeypox, pretty mm -hmm. much, right? Only way. Only way. Well, uh, or you can be like the adopted child of a gay family. Mm -hmm. And if one of the, the adults puts you in a headlock or something, maybe. Yeah. So there's con close contact with monkeypox will get you. How do you get? No, I don't think so. No, it will. It will. There were children's minors oh. that were in proximity of an adult who had contracted it. So the idea okay. is, if you're a gay man and you have an adopted son from Cambodia, mm -hmm. and you guys are having a pool party and you play chicken and he's up on your shoulders, really? You could give him monkeypox. Oh, you don't think shit. he was just molesting the molesting the kids? Like, what do you mean? Like, That's a, he might have been. I don't want to accuse anybody of that because mm -hmm. I, I assume, or rather I hope, they interviewed that child and asked them what happened. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I guess it did get reported that the child of a gay person had monkeypox. Well, close contact. That's what you hope. But who knows? Okay. But, yeah. Uh, well, now in regards to Dino, Danny. Yeah, well, you said, Leo, that a lot of people are wishing for death instead mm -hmm. of having monkeypox. I mean, we got a guy we can not talk to about it because he doesn't mm -hmm. have a microphone and we like it that way. Right. But just Dino has monkeypox. Dino, <laughs> we wanted to make this announcement. Dino has contracted monkeypox. Now, look, I I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's telling mm -hmm. us it, it wasn't a homosexual act yeah. that created this. Yeah. But... Mm -hmm. More than likely, Danny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Dino, you're one of the point oh 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 one percent of people mm -hmm. where maybe you were in a subway and it was transmitted through the air. Right. Just not if that's what you're maintaining to me. I, I think you were going downtown, I believe, right? There was a really special weed store, and, and you took the subway, which is not often, not a lot of people. From Calabasas, you could take a subway all the way to downtown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And maybe, I, I, yeah, look, you got it there. Keep that story going. You We're know, not gonna. I I heard. I didn't hear it was a weed shop. I heard mm -hmm. it was like a leather shop. Or mm. I, I don't know if he's trying to like restore an old car mm -hmm. or he's gonna start riding a motorcycle. I don't know why he was going well, a leather shop, right, Dino? It's look. It's a little strange that you were going to a leather shop just because in the gay community they like the assless chaps. And usually, if it's not leather, it's kind of like too hot to wear outside, really. It's just uncomfortable if it isn't leather. So they prefer le leather yeah. with their assless chops. Yeah, yeah. And those guys, they're known for something called rough trade, do you know? Mm -hmm. And you know what rough trade is, King no. Rock? Is that know. not big in the black community? Never heard of it. I don't mm -hmm. know. Rough trade is where two sailors or like a longshoreman and a truck driver go back home and fuck and absolutely beat the living dog shit out of each other. Mm -hmm. Damn. That's common. It's rough trade. Yeah. And uh, maybe That's Dino extreme. has picked this up as a hobby. Look, he, uh, he's been coming around here with bruised eyes. Yeah. Dino would get uh, fucked up. Oh. Last week, he, his arm was in a sling. Yeah. And he, and he kept telling us about this fight club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, come on. 
I think what happens is two leather daddies, mm -hmm. they like have a joust or some sort of fight to the death. And Dino, mm -hmm. when the men are choosing weapons, mm -hmm. I think one of them called for a javelin and they actually used Dino as the javelin. And he didn't hit the guy in the chest or the face. He actually hit him in a... It, it was a penalty region where Dino uh, went. Yeah, I can imagine. He is so slender. He is perfect, honestly, to be played with by uh, two homosexuals. Look, Dino, just tell us what the side effects are. Obviously, you, <laughs> don't, your have, you don't have a mic. So <laughs> we're just going to tell you. We're going to tell you. Right now, Dino we're has... Tell you. Right now, Dino has... Uh, you, wanna, you can refer to this right here, Leo. Here's uh, perfect. this list of symptoms. Not perfect. All so, right. It's actually a blank iPad. But you, oh, here they are. You can okay. use your imagination, though. So it says, uh, first of all... <laughs> Leo uh, is, like, desperately trying to open <laughs> I was it. Open it. No, you got some. There. You got There's some. All right. So uh, one of them here, it, it says that it, it does shrink your penis, unfortunately. Yeah. About four and a half <laughs> Thank inches. God. Damn, Dino. I think you went from one four of the Four and a half inches, dude. Yeah, yeah. It shrinks it four and a half inches. So I think you went from one of the biggest penises in the crew to about... You're right where Swolby and Rat Dick are now. Oh, which wow. Is okay. I mean, you're still tall. Some How dare you compare Rat Dick to Swolby's penis? Come on, Who's dude. Who's bigger? Who's actually bigger? Have you I, seen Rat Dick's I'm going to go ahead with Swolby's. I saw but a video of Rat Dick covered in pepper spray with his cock out, and Swolby's got a bigger dick than that. Come on, to man. To be fair, I can't think of a time when your penis is less big than when you just got maced. That's well, true. unless you're trying to rape a girl and she maces you. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's happened to all of us, right, that's, guys? Yeah, yeah, at some point, no. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Dino, we're gonna lay off. I mean, we had to open with the the uh, the mandatory Dino is gay bit. Yeah. But one yeah. another person we want to lay into <laughs> is cameraman Nico. Mm -hmm. So the Danny Mullen staff, uh, the main channel staff, is rotating through some vacation right now because guys like Ian, guys like Nico, they're on the grind. I mean, Ian has edited like 50 videos in a row every week since December. That's a big exaggeration, but it's been a lot. Mm -hmm. A soldier. I accept that, but Nico? What, he gets drunk on set with us? It's basically like having a little drunk friend hang out with you all the time. That's what that's his life. He us. gets drunk with us, yeah. and then when he's not filming with us, his other part of his job is he edits twice a week. He syncs up the videos, he does some audio balancing work, and you know he's drinking when he does that. Of course. Maybe even been, he might even be stoned doing that. You think he's smoking weed? I think he's developed a weed habit, Danny. You know, I think, I don't know if you heard about this, but Kyler Murray from the Arizona Cardinals, mm -hmm. he just signed a huge contract. I forget exactly how much money it is. Over $100 million guaranteed, though, plus a lot wow. more in incentives and shit. Mm -hmm. He's got a clause in there that says he has to do four hours of mandatory film study per week without Call of Duty playing in the background while he does it. Really? The, the guy is such a degenerate who I guess doesn't even like football, so they have to write this shit into his contract. Nico, <laughs> I think I'm going to write into his contract. Wow. If you're drinking while you're editing, you don't get paid, you fuck. Mm -mm, you send a guy over to test him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> breathalyze him? Because you know he's going to make Jill blow into the breathalyzer. Oh, my God. we got to put a breathalyzer on his computer. It's every time <laughs> we do that, yeah. and he's got to like blow into it every five minutes. Mm -hmm. And if we find out <laughs> that Jill has been blowing, yeah. we send you down to the apartment to fuck her. To fuck her, yeah. <laughs> that, that happens. He's like, God damn it, he's coming over here again. <laughs> God, <laughs> it's the second time this month. I like it. And she's just like, oh, no. 
oh no. Oh my God. Oh, Leo DiCaprio, pants down. Yeah. Oh my God. Rubbing her clitoris to get herself nice. Dude, oh. they have a talk about it. And she's like, listen, I just, it's for the betterment of your career, Nico. And I can't deny that for you. I think that Danny Mullen is helping you succeed. Yeah, I, I hope she would do that because it really would be a big boost for the channel. Mm -hmm. Austin, I don't have audio in one of my earbuds. If you could just unplug me and replug me. And then let's call Nico because. Yeah. Another thing, I mean, we're going to talk to him, but our job, I mean, what is it if not just a series of vacations? That's exactly what it is. See. Thank you, Austin. We're checking earphones. I still do not have my left ear. No audio in my left ear. It's actually, you know, I, I mentioned somebody lit off an M80 mm -hmm. on my street right next to my ear, and I went partially deaf for a little bit. Yeah. Well, today, that's a little better, Austin. The static's coming. T testing. Well, I can't tell because I was driving with my window down mm. and a lady blared her horn about three centimeters from the side of my head. Yeah. So. It took you out. Yeah. So what I'm saying is there could be audio coming through right now. Do you regret living yeah. where you chose to live at this point? Be because honest. it's ghetto. Yes. For people who don't know exactly, my unit is nice. We toured it in one of the main channel videos. The surrounding area, though, pretty shady. Well, this is what Danny yeah, is man. one of the he's basically like a front line World War One trench yeah. warfare guy. You are the first people to go into a neighborhood yeah. to, 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 to gentrify. It. Uh, yes. They've yes. remodeled the space. It looks yes. beautiful. It's a nice unit. Yes. But yeah. then they they mark the prices up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> I'm going to be so racist, but there are some people that are like, fuck, we can not afford this shit no more, man. We got to get out of here. Let's see. Yeah. Leo, the phrase so they leave. What well, you're referring to, Leo, mm -hmm. in World War One, I, I think in the Civil War, the phrase was actually coined. They called the guys who had to be the head of the battering ram to break down the enemy defenses to soften mm -hmm. them up. They called those guys in the Civil War the forlorn hope. Dude, that's you. Have you seen the movie Glory? Yes, of course. Uh, Denzel. Yes, great movie. This isn't really going to work yeah. for this you example. You better watch that because in Glory, it's it's black soldiers that are gentrifying the fort. But right. so we're going to have to change up that analogy here. But I am the forlorn hope of gentrification in mid city. A hundred percent. They just they gave me a fucking parachute and they're like, "All right, Whitey, go see what you can do. Just try to have a lot of babies mm -hmm. and um, buy a Porsche and invite your friends. Yes, invite a lot of friends over. Yeah, and have uh, EDM parties in the backyard, communal yep. area. Yep. EDM parties are good. Guys with polos. Mm -hmm. Be quick on the phone to call the cops. Absolutely. Anything going down, yep. call the cops. Call the cops. Call the cops. Hey, preferably get a labradoodle. Yes. Walk it. Yes. With a little shit bag. Mm -hmm. That. Uh, get uh, a gardener. Maybe donate to the community. Beautify it. Mm -hmm. Get all the the the, the graffiti. Yeah. Painted over. Mm -hmm. And then occasionally go out and just accuse my gardener of stealing. Oh, of course. Yeah. You have to, <laughs> and accuse your maid of stealing. And, Arturo, uh, what, there was a gram of coke on my coffee table last night. Where the fuck is it? Uh, I, you know, this might seem like a racist idea right off the top, uh, right? You know, at first glance, but call ice. On Ooh. a couple people in the neighborhood, you know what yeah. I mean. If they're illegal, yeah. you know, fair. You yeah. have to be fair, you know, nah, and you they know, shouldn't be in the neighborhood. I feel like that's a little too far. I'm not gonna lie. Calling... I stand up for my Latinos uh, and my Hainas. They're Latinx, dude. They're Latinx. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, come on. So, you know what I'm saying? But if you piss me off or you've been talking shit, bro, I might go corporate on you, boy. <laughs> you might I, go corporate. I might hit up you. Ice. <laughs> Under a company name. I ain't do it. You know what okay, I'm saying? There we go. Out of here, bitch. 
There we go. <laughs> I, I so, might go corporate on you. I ain't do it, bitch. I'm just being honest. King, I like it. Also, I want to say that the Latinos in the neighborhood are actually great. Again, mm -hmm. one of them who lives right across the street. We talked about him on the Patreon podcast mm -hmm. last week. Big fan of the channel. His name's George Lopez. That's awesome. Lives <laughs> His mom told me about this. She's like, You're my son, he see you come down the stairs. He said, it's Danny from YouTube. He loves yes. you. So shout out to fucking George. Love it. But there is a government housing building right next to ours. Mm. And dude, it is bad. You know how I told you the story about that lady who was blatantly racist to me and Adam Fu? Yeah, that, who you that... spoke to. Yeah. I, I came down, I found King Croc talking to her. Like just nice, nonchalant? Yeah, she was like giving me advice about where to park and shit. And... Wow. She was, she, she's nice to him. That. We know her type at this point. She She's a black woman mm -hmm. and she has her car... King, I think my neighborhood now might even be more ghetto than where you currently reside. Absolutely, it is. So, my uh, neighborhood is way wealthier than yours. Damn, Randy. I feel fucking incredible, dude. I know. I got I nice cars in my shit. I got like, dude, you know, do I, millionaires. That means I should get the N word. You have pass, a lot of. Right? You should get the N word pass, and you should. Nah. You have a, a big responsibility. <laughs> Don't you think he has a big responsibility to really gentrify this block? Well, well, I just I want to just mention this lady real quick. I agree. Yes. I'm the forlorn hope, Leo, yes. but. So it's just, it's not just her. A lot of people in poor neighborhoods are just fucking hoarders. Their lawns are, are knee deep in shit. Mm -hmm. Trinkets, old lamps, just garage sale, yeah. miscellaneous. What do you think that is? Is it, you think it's the abuse that they maybe got when they were children that ends up ha with a disorder? Yeah. Some kind of disorder where you have to hoard stuff. Yeah, maybe. I just read an article in the LA Times about it, about a bum who's going from housing voucher apartment to housing voucher apartment which is great except he's got to bring a u-haul's worth of shit everywhere mm -hmm. just random documents from the 80s Jeez. and it's a good question leo where does that come from mm. and does the psychological disorder lead to homelessness and poverty or does homelessness and poverty lead to the psychological disorder mm -hmm. either way chicken or egg my neighborhood is fucking loaded with hoarders one of whom's the very racist black woman who came up to me and adam foo and said where are y'all going? And we were like, oh, we're taking him to the airport. She's like, where are y'all going? Virginia? You boys wow. are always flying places. And I just never spoken to her before in my life. Sounds wow. like her tone was a lot different than how she spoke to King Croc. Yeah, dude. Virginia's a good choice for just a racist state. I, you got to go further. You got to go down to Mississippi. Yeah. I her bet. joke would have been better if she said Mississippi. She didn't want to be too obvious. She's a real... She's comedy, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. She wants to fucking racist, man. I hate racists. She is, and there are two children in that apartment because the door is always open and it's backed up against my gentrified units. And there are two babies in there that cry all the live long day Damn. while she tells them to shut up. Uh, That's terrible. Like, shut the fuck up. How old is she? Shut up, She is. She looks like a grandma. She didn't have the kids. But those two children, I'm not sure if they're girls or boys. If it's a girl, she's going to be a stripper or a hooker. If it's a boy, he's going to be holding me up outside an ATM. Well, Danny, I think maybe you should do your part and go over there and lend a helping hand. I think you have enough time. You think hey, you, be, uh, you should true. get in a more higher nanny. Yes. Free nanny. Yes. Okay. Put him in the video. No, listen, listen. You know how you change a young black boy's life? How do you do it? Go up to him, Tyrone, <laughs> Darkweavies. <laughs> yeah. Come out, come, let's go do some karate. I'll pay for that shit. Damn. Let's go do some baseball. Yeah. Guess what? You go one time, I'll pay for the whole summer, little yeah. buddy. Yeah. 
But if he ever pussy out, yeah. psh, I might slap you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. No, but you just be free. You know, I'll be, I'm joking, <laughs> obviously joking. The kids I'm are also saying... They are infants, King Croc, so they're oh, not oh, ready they're for like, baseball. Okay. They are infants. Okay. But I think it would be really cool because a lot of people, I mean, mostly just pussy politicians bullshit about how they're going to help impoverished communities. Mm -hmm. I think it would be cool if I had Danny Duncan money. Mm -hmm. I hung out with Danny Duncan this weekend, by the way. Awesome. Nice. I think it would be cool if I had Danny Duncan money to open an institute in South Central where we taught kids Brazilian Mm jiu-jitsu and real-life business and money skills. Oh, man, that'd be be a great foundation. And you and Leo Mm -hmm. would head the task force on teaching them how to get pussy. That's fantastic. That's and a they good skill, need too. That, man. Yo, they really do need Show Marlon Brando films. Oh, are you a- kidding me? Apparently, there's this shit that, like, kids in high school and, like, kids Derek's age, like, a little younger than me, they're doing internet sex on Discord. And internet it's, like, sex on normal. Discord. What does that mean exactly? I-, I don't know. I heard it and was so confused. There was, like, a video about it. King Croc knew what I was talking about. Apparently, have they have it? these Discord communities where these. No, I've never done it. They have, like, no social skills. So they just do, like, internet e-sex is what he called it it sounds like it's just a more advanced form of sexting i mean we used to have aol instant messenger when i was in high school and you could be like what are you wearing lol right and the girl would be like panties raffle and you'd be like i'm touching myself ha ha laughing my ass off yeah i think that's where the original i had a dream of i had a dream about you you did it on aim way back in the day I had that idea. I was like, guys, what if we just tell them we had dreams about them? You know, I never thought about it from that angle, but that's true. It is kind of like a modern version of that. Yeah. And a part of it is really creepy, bro. It's a whole different dynamic. Because it's video and because they're in darkened bedrooms and because they never get outside? No, because it's interactive. What do you mean exactly? So in terms of the people they're dealing with, right? Streamers, um, you know, uh, um, VTubers, uh, people who you can simp for, you pay donations, they talk to you back and shit. Mm-hmm. Now they can provide a sexual experience for someone who... That's great. So is it a chick who's doing the yeah, sexual be, experience well, with the guys? I'd probably say over 70% are dudes mm-hmm. pretending to be chicks. Uh-huh. That's probably 30% actual chicks. Wait, if they're pretending to be chicks... I don't understand. Is it an avatar that's rubbing her titties? It's it like some elf creature? There's different versions. Like VTube is a type of... Um, Austin, help me out here. You know what VTubing is, right? Can you yes, he does. He it, definitely does. Sort of, he's gonna like, he's gonna play dumb here. Like VTube is that like <laughs> is that like velocity squared? Is that like a like a mathematics equation? Tell us about how a fucking centaur fucked you up the ass last night. You freak. <laughs> so you can pay like a Filipino guy on Upwork oh or whatever, okay. like two hundred bucks, and they'll make you like a custom three D model. And using like the same kind of software that's in Snapchat and Instagram, like face filters and stuff, it'll like talk along with you or whatever. So, uh, that's what he's talking about. Are we talking about uh, where do you upload her onto some program? There are like Twitch streamers who just stream as like anime characters and shit that are like really sexualized. And I guess these guys like pay these chicks to have like internet sex with them. What's internet sex though? Sexting? I don't know. It was like this this Fortnite streamer or something. Uh, I like how you both looked at me. Krog knew you more about it than was. I did. No, I was just watching a video about it before. Yeah. We're looking before because we hear an ice cream truck in our headphones. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's my King math, alarm. math alarm. Get your stupid math, math alarm. alarm off, dude. 
Explain the math alarm once into the microphone. We're coming back to these. And we got to call go Nico, get... too. Yes, we do have to call. Mm -hmm. We forgot about the vacation. Thank you so yeah, much, yeah, Leo. Yeah, How yeah, we yeah. get off topic. We always Austin, do. I just, I can't believe it, dude. If you go on xvideos.com, there is more high-quality pornography than a million men could masturbate to in a mm -hmm. lifetime. So why have we gone over to, like, an orc woman piloted by a Filipino boy putting a baton <laughs> up her pussy? Like, why is that necessary And now? it's probably with a man or a woman that's probably never had an in-person sexual interaction, right? Is it is it more than likely a virgin that's paying for this for these services? I mean, yeah, I think losers. it's just guys with, like, no social skills. Well, and okay. I, I, I don't generation. know. I don't even really understand what it is. I just wow. heard about it and thought it was hilarious. King, if I make an avatar, or I have my, better yet, my Filipino thumbnail maker, make an avatar mm -hmm. of, like, a big booty black elf hoe, will you write the dialogue for the program? Oh, yeah. We can make bucks. We can. Okay, what does she say when she sees a skinny white man that looks maybe like Danny? What would the person behind the screen say? The controller of this woman. Uh, the, Whatever you say, no, no, charm no. him she up. She is an elf hoe. Yeah. How does she speak to Danny? Uh, uh, hi, Letitia the Brave. I, I am a mere mortal writing from from Savannah, Georgia, and I just want to say that you're really looking pretty today. And then you got to hit him with some ghetto shit, King. I'm hit him with the line. I'm just typing. I'm, so All this right. is in my typing voice. Right. I'm not going to pretend to be fucking Leticia. You can't be Leticia? I can't be Leticia. <laughs> you can't go high for us? You can go a little high for us. Come on. I can't do this. Can't. All right, just do it like a big black dude then. Hey, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you looking good. I like that. I like that. And, um, yeah, I, I'm honestly, how old are you? I'm 17. Yeah, younger men really do it for me. <laughs> if we could build a connection, send me my first donation. Yeah, oh, shit. Hit me tomorrow. Two Gs? Whatever. Wow, Any dude. amount. Like, you do this, you do. You pay a certain amount, we have an interaction. Mm. Hey. Yeah? Role play, or you're asking me. Yeah. And what am I asking you right now? It's a role play something. Oh, yeah, I am... I am going to make my way through the woods of Rivendell, <laughs> and I am going to lick your pussy while you stomp out my head with your hooves. <laughs> Damn. It's all right, King Croc. That may... <laughs> yeah, I know. You're a, you're a proud black man, and I'm talking about it. licking tough. your pussy. And let's yeah. call Nico. Let's talk to him let's about his vacation. Let's call bastard. Let's talk to him about the vacation he had on top of six months of vacation. Uh, yeah, because... And this has all been on his story in the last week, if you follow Nico. Nico, it's Danny Mullen. Oh, hello, sir. How listen, dude. Listen, here's what's going to happen. You got to give me back all the money I paid you for the two weeks you were on vacation. Because mm -hmm. Leo and I have been talking. You don't deserve vacation. Buddy, what did you do to deserve any kind of break, Nico? What, what do I... I put up with both of you. Oh, yeah? Nobody's nuts. And you know, and listen, and you know buddy, why I deserve it is because you're always worried about that expose I'm going to make with Oprah one day. Mm -hmm. You make that, that expose. But the truth is that every 15 to 20 minutes, you make a stop for some IPA somewhere. Yes. And we we give you the benefit of the doubt. We're like, he, he's pretty good hungover and he's pretty good when he's drunk holding the yep. camera. He's even maybe better. So we go. Go ahead, Nico. Drink up. So you're drinking. 
That's one reason why we feel like you've been on essentially a six-month vacation since January. I'm going to say this now, Nico. So you're drunk almost every shoot. The first shoot of the year, where were we? We were on a cruise ship in a harbor in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yes. I mean, it, it was, was a decommissioned aircraft carrier, but I, mean, I see it as a cruise ship. The views from the ship? Oh. Second to none. Leo, great. And me the to staff, die for. To die for. The patrons. Oh, yeah. Bowen. What a lovely man Bowen was. Bowen was an incredible human. Nico, in fact, you got an interactive experience. You got to be on stage. You yeah. Got to, you got to sing in front of a crowd. Yeah, he performed. You performed. We made his dreams come true that trip. Nico, you think you deserve a break from like a it's almost like a make a wish foundation type of event that we take you on almost every time that we take you on a shoot. Yes. What do you say to that, Nico? I I can't argue with that. The places and getting to see you guys work is second to none. Hell yeah. Nico, We're... we took you to Mexico in April. Buddy, we took you to an exotic country. Well, we took you to That Mexico. one was kind of traumatizing. I wouldn't use no. that one as an example. What are you, that was kind what are you of talking about? My side up. We were kicking back what? in beautiful, what was it, 81 degrees, 78 yeah. degree weather yeah. with hot chicks, yep. hot foreign chicks, and Ukrainians. Nice, and nice Mexican men at our call. We yeah. could just throw them a 20 and you'd have whatever you needed. We basically had, we had servants. Yeah, we, we had, had servants. servants in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And you're telling me that you need a vacation? What did what did you not like about the trip to to TJ? I don't understand. <laughs> um, I mean, go watch the video if it's still up. We almost uh, got we almost ended up in vats of acid, and you guys would have sold mm, me off to then you guys to take the footage and leave. You guys even said more that. like vats of pina colada, baby. We were about to hit the beach, and then I just got a little tired. If we got shaken down a little bit, but you kind of were like molested a little bit, it would have made it so <laughs> the, the trip would have been ten times better. If uh, one of the yeah. dudes. If one of the, the, the dudes just wanted to tickle his little wee-wee a bit. Oh, yeah. Nico, we're not even done talking here. I mean, we went to Texas mm -hmm. multiple times this year. We you, we took you to a big, big sporting event, and we were courtside. Yeah. It's that in, is true. It's in all the headlines right now, the WNBA. The WNBA. We went to oh, a yeah. great did, game, did Nico. Didn't who get what? Well, a girl Didn't quit. Your girl Liz, the girl I said, the girl that I lied about having, having sex with. Yes, in the WNBA video. What, right. she had, what happened to her? Well, she quit. She quit the team. Did she quit the league? I don't know if she quit the league. I think she wants to sign somewhere else. She has parted with the Sparks. Don't they have contracts? They do. They do, but she, they divorced. They had a contract divorce. Can you pull that story up, Austin, for us real quick? Nico... I disagree with your whole vacation, and I am going to get you on a payment program so you can pay me back every dollar you got paid during your paid vacation. Mm -hmm. But tell me what you did. What happened? Um, I went to Utah with my family, Park City. We went adventuring around the uh, old bat country. Nice. Old bat or old back? Back. B-A-C-K. We went UTVing over these nice rolling hills that would be What's like UTVing? You like it's, it's like eight. It's, it's like, a a, it's like an extreme golf cart. Huh? UT. What does the yeah. U stand for? Utility, or I don't know. I, it, they just said UTV, and I was like, oh, well, it's 
fucking UTV. I don't know. It's a shame that you didn't roll that thing, you yeah, fucking Nico. That, that would have been Nico needs a brush with reality, Leo. Seriously, I would. He said it's like Sound of Music, like the big hills and that fucking. I would love it if Nico just gunned it. Like maybe after three or four Voodoo Ranger IPAs, mm. his favorite beer. I would love it if he maybe he just watched Jackass One where yeah. they're screwing around in the golf course oh, with all yeah. those. Parts. Maybe he fucking guns it off a berm and just realizes it's a thousand foot precipice <laughs> and just him. He survives, but he can't walk for like four or five months. And we still talk. We still make him film. Yeah, we get it. We get him a UTV fucking wheelchair. To yeah, film from, you exactly, little bitch. exactly. Fucking oh live God. by the UTV, die by the UTV. Yeah, Nico, you've had such a safe life. You've been dating Jill since you were 15. You hit up Danny Mullen, your hero. And you said, I want a job. Give me a job, man. And uh, he gave you a job. <laughs> and he gave you the fucking job. Then now you have one of the greatest gigs on earth. It's time for you to give back. You got to give back to us a little bit. I feel like whenever Nick I get Neeks out, that's giving back to you guys. Nico, you, this is what's going to happen. You're going to pay me back every penny I paid you over this vacation. <laughs> and you're going to give Leo... 50% of what you give me. Yes. So you're, he's entitled to some money, too. Is Absolutely. that okay? And you know what? King Croc, you're going to pay off King Croc's car for this month, mm -hmm. and you're going to buy Austin Ugh. and Dino a dime bag. Mm -hmm. To split, not two. <laughs> a dime bag? Yeah, yeah. Just get him a little weed. Also, if you have a monkeypox vaccine, Dino could really use <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, Dino got a monkeypox, Nico. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. bad. Yeah. Are you guys, you, he doesn't get any pussy. How do you get it? No, well, well, that's funny. That's funny. You don't need the, to get pussy. The, the truth is, Nico, that getting pussy would uh, not lead to monkeypox. <laughs> yeah, getting Dude, pussy. It's, some it's call it the anti-monkeypox. It's an STD, oh, it Nico, but maybe you need to look up the statistics of who might get monkeypox. Yeah, Nico, actually do that for us right now. Close out the call window and Google who is at risk of monkeypox. Yeah, say uh, percentage. Yeah, yeah. Risk of monkeypox. And if you could scroll down for me a little bit, Austin. It's like it went all around like France because people were just fucking. Oh yeah. It probably went all around San Francisco and West Hollywood too. Yeah, you might you might want to look up monkeypox in San Francisco. Okay, you're right. It says it has been the highest among gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men. So there you go. Dino's gay. There it is. Yeah. yeah confirmed. Dino. Check, check, check on those categories for yeah. Dino. It's huh? such a tough way to come out of the closet, though, Danny, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, yeah, listen, guys, I'm going to be in a lot of pain. Yeah. I got monkey bugs. Yeah. You're going to have face huh. craters. You know, yeah, I'm going to have face craters. 99% <laughs> chance that it was. It, I contracted with a homosexual male. Yeah. It's the only way to really. The 1%. It's tough. You know, yeah. it's like there are. I guess Harry Styles like helped some dude or some chick come out of the closet at one of his live shows. Wow. wow. I don't know how it seems like it was probably a pre-planned PR stunt that like his team set up. Mm. But I guess some little boy had a sign in the front row like I'm gay and I need help coming out to my mom. So Harry Styles was like, all right, before we do this next number, we've got a little fellow up in the front row. I, I don't know anything about Harry Styles. I just I think he's English, right? Dude, is he even English? Dude, he is, is he English. English? He's yeah, he was in the English boy band one direction Cat, one direction i i'm not even sure they're english i don't know no they're english they're okay english, yeah it this was, this little yeah. boy right here if his mother's up somewhere 
in the rafters. He's gay. He's gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody just cheered and whatnot. That's oh, best case coming action. out of the closet. Worst case coming out of the closet is Dino's dad at like 6 a.m. is poking <laughs> around the backyard and Dino is just like coughing up a lung. Yeah. <laughs> next like, to an oak tree. <laughs> face covered in sores. He, he's going to start lying. He, he'll lie about the face wash for a while. He's like, yeah, I got acne. I think I need Accutane. Or something. Uh. <laughs> yeah, these craters. It's just, it's, it's just, it's cystic acne. It's yeah, it's really bad. His mom comes home with a, a bag full of like OxyClean and like <laughs> Neutrogena and like all the shit to get his face. And meanwhile, monkeypox is just is just the equivalent of like you know this new Sixth Street viaduct. They built this new bridge in L.A. Oh, yeah, that nobody can use because all the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sideshows and graffiti yep. and gang fights. Mm-hmm. What is happening on the 6th Street Viaduct, Monkey Pox is doing inside Dino's body. <laughs> yeah, right now. Just a bunch of, like, ghetto-ass Monkey Pox cells. Like, hey, oh, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> Just, like, fucking stabbing his small intestine. Monkey yeah, Pox sad, is from really. Mexico? No, I, I just made him Mexican because that's who's at the viaduct. Monkeypox is just leprosy. It's all a conspiracy. It's a cover-up. It's mm. back? The leopards are back. That's oh, what it is, Dino. Dude. You had sex with a leopard, didn't you? You went down to the leopard. zoo? I'm impressed, actually. Well, good thing God will help him. Well, he has uh, God yeah, on his pray, side. Pray the gay away. Yeah, gay Dino. Away. Nico, I'm glad you're still there. So, Nico, we got you on a repayment program. Mm-hmm. What about you and your... Um, think of this. We to- we talked about it off the air, and if you hear it, we want you to hear it from us, Leo, because yeah. we mentioned some some strategies that might make his work ethic a little better. Yeah, dude. It's nothing big, really. It's just that uh, <laughs> we're going to get you a breathalyzer to use on your computer, okay? And, of course, with anything, we have to kind of attach some... You know, uh, punishments if if you fail the test. Yeah. With this being, if you fail and you have alcohol in your system at maybe noon or something when you're supposed to be editing a video. Yeah, so yeah. if you do fail one of those breathalyzer tests. Can um, I tell him, Leo? I've, yeah, go ahead, I've, Danny. I've developed some things for it. Sure. So Jill is going to have to go to the Four Seasons in Laguna Beach. Right. And she's going to have to spend 24 hours in a hotel room with Leo. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there will be champagne, okay? Yep. And because it's it's sort of like an escape for her, mm-hmm. you know? So it's going to be, there's going to be maybe some chocolate-covered strawberries. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some jizz-colored hair. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, was, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say jizz-colored eyeballs, but then I thought mm-hmm. hair sounded Just, better. Mm-hmm. And I only half said hair. It didn't really work out. But... <laughs> So listen, uh, I'll be fucking your girlfriend, Nico, if you fail the breathalyzer test. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, Well, friends help friends work harder. Yeah, and I think Croc before, and me and Croc would never leave you alone. We we would let you stay at our house ever. If you were down on your luck, you would never be allowed over. Really? Fuck you, Nico. But listen, me and Danny, poor guys that steal your woman. It's true, actually. Mm. And it's the right now, but I'm saying if you were ever down on your luck, I'm not mm-hmm. bringing you in. Didn't Rudolph Valentino do that? He cheated a lot, yeah. Rudolph Valentino was like the original Italian heartthrob actor back in the 20s or 30s. The silent movies. Oh, wow. And I'm pretty sure he was a busboy in a cafe in New York, and he just started fucking heiresses. Mm-hmm. Just married heiresses and businesswomen who were filthy rich. 
Honestly, it's it's a shame that I haven't used my penis as a pedestal more often. I could have. Who oh, knows? Yeah. Who Miss, I, Mr. Sugar Mama, I fucked 500 girls and gotten blown by 6,000. I know. Yeah, but you haven't Danny, been using it enough, Leo. But Danny, I, you know, I could be somewhere hanging out by that infinity pool, like well, yeah, you said. I think about 20% of all registered female users on Instagram mm -hmm. have gotten a dick pic from you. I would say uh, <laughs> that's a good percentage. One out of four girls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one out of five. Did I say 20? One out of four, for uh, sure. Uh, Austin, can we please pull up one Rudolph five, Valentino? Sorry. I got to see this guy. I just want to see him because this really is the, or the original. The original heartthrob, original really good-looking guy. You should yeah. know how to spell Rudolph because that's German. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just... So the, let's see the images. Growing up with the internet... Yeah, I he was handsome. do not remember how to spell, dude. Oh, yeah. You know, it's almost... So crazy, Leo. He was jacked, too. This guy, we're looking at Rudolph Valentino, if you're watching the show. I'm looking at this guy. Just it, This guy is you 100 years ago. Isn't that trippy? Yeah, it is. He was out there just waiting to find the next nut that he <laughs> could bust, inside or on a woman. All the uh, His thoughts were, okay, when I nut, where's the next nut mm. coming from? And see, that's the problem. Well, it's he, coming he can never have him. enough nuts. Where, where's what, the nut going? It's efficient. Well, what I'm saying, Nico, is like you don't have an active sex life. Uh, you don't have sex with Jill very often, so you just don't what understand. You, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm sorry for airing out your sexual history with Jill right now. It's it was wrong of me to do that. I'm sorry. I think I think Nico. I I, th I think he fucks Jill like a fucking woodpecker flapping around the room. <laughs> I think Nico is actually dude, all over Jill. It, dude. I think I talked to him on uh -huh. shoots. Like Nico and I have heart to hearts about each other's sex life. Yeah. I think he actually gives it to Jill pretty good. Pretty good. Or if you think if, if he gives it to her good in the sense that a woodpecker gives it to an elm tree good. <laughs> right. It's just it's ferocious. It's very fast paced, and it's it, over it wakes quickly. the neighbors up sometimes. Exactly. Um, look, whatever you're doing in the bedroom with Jill, Nico, it's probably unacceptable and it needs to improve. <laughs> Nico, you know, woodpeckers, they can use their tongue. Their tongue is long enough that it goes back into their brain and holds their brain in place so they don't get a concussion while they're slamming in. Wow. And oh, Nico, have you, have you ever sustained any sort of injury while making love to your girlfriend? Um, I think I've like pulled a hip flexor before. On her? No, me, like my hip flexor. Like I'm out of shape. Wow. Oh, okay. I thought it was something cool. I thought maybe you had maybe had uh, some tarps laid down. There was some lubrication. That's good. The no. uh, most recent injury that Dino sustained is the fucking monkeypox. Unfortunately, from that yeah. that's rough. That's rough. All right, Nico. Well, we're gonna get back to work soon, buddy. Filming. So I hope you're ready. I hey, might dude, be. I can't I, wait. I might be in touch with you uh, this week. And we'll see. Maybe instead of paying me back, you can just work for free the next couple of shoots. It's actually going to be pretty good. We're going to Juarez, then Mogadishu. Nice. Then we're going to uh, Kiev. Wow. Mogadishu. Yeah, we're going to Mogadishu. Come and then on. I think after Dang. that, we're going to like the middle of the Australian outback with no water for a long time. Oh, that's oh, great. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. So it'll, you're, those are opportunities rest. for your growth, Nico. Yeah. All three of us. Uh, all free of pay. You can look at these as internships to compensate for your unneeded vacation. Internships. All right. Yes. All right, Nico. Well, well you sound like you got a lot of pep in your voice. I hope you rested up. I hope fun. I hope your liver isn't deteriorated any more than usual. Yeah. 
And we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yeah, and if your little wee-wee's out of your pants right now in that parking lot, you put it back in your pants, you sick little bastard. It's, it's in my pants. <laughs> I forget <laughs> if we've talked about this on the podcast, but Leo and I have been trying to find a dollar figure that we have to pay Nico yeah. to get him to get blacked out drunk, get yeah. totally naked, and to charge a uniformed <laughs> police officer with his little wee-wee out. <laughs> Just Nico going... Yeah. <laughs> Charging yeah. an LAPD officer in broad daylight. It's if you think about it, it's pretty safe. He's not where he's not gonna have any weapon on him, obviously. He's not gonna be able to hide it anywhere because he'd be naked. It's his penis is gonna be his weapon. Yeah. Hopefully we get him to do it at some point. Nico, we'll talk at about that. Point, we'll talk <laughs> about it. All right, buddy. And then your high school reunions next year, right? Uh yes. All right, we'll talk about stay that. Stay on too. it. Guys, fans should stay on Nico about making that happen. He's not, he doesn't really want to do it. He doesn't want to ruin his high school reunion, but we got to get him to do it, guys. Oh, yeah, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. We're doing it, baby. We're doing it. Nick, it's been a pleasure talking to you, my fellow, and I'll see you soon. All right. Peace out. Peace. Later. Peace. My man, Mark Harley, I think there were fans clamoring for us to talk to each other, mainly because we look like Vikings that will absolutely have sex with your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's uh, what I want to be physically. He's so jacked and shredded. We're going to talk to him about that. Yeah, but Mark is fun. He's a a comedian. Uh, He's an actor, too. We were both in Black Jesus. I looked that up on your IMDb. No way. Wait. Oh, my God. I think... Yeah, okay, you're yeah. you're resurfacing a lot of hidden memories. Uh-huh. <laughs> Repressed Old, memories. Like, well, I you feel say? like I'm like, oh, is that where I've known you? Is from? there a, no, is there a no. director you want to meet to right now? <laughs> no. Who directed? If Black there's anything Jesus? you want to say about well, a director, yeah. actually, the only thing I wanted to say about that experience is I did an like multiple episodes for it, and my part was reduced. This is like what you know, the mm-hmm. tragic cutting room floor thing. Always, um, yeah. The the guy who died, um, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, I freaking out. I'm blanking out his name. It's really rude. Same. It it's Jesus? Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Johnny Witherspoon, yeah. right. You know Johnny. Well, you should, King Grock. Yeah. He was in Friday. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So all I had a bunch of <laughs> scenes with him with like some great back and forth. Damn. Right? And I was like, this is so cool. I'm working with Johnny Witherspoon. And like yeah. he died before the things, the the because the, the season was like really delayed. Mm-hmm. And then it came out and they were all cut. But it makes sense because they were like, it just didn't work with the story. It was like because he's the comedic relief. Then I was like a silly character on top of that. So yeah. they were like, it was silly on silly. I played this homeless guy that was like his rival, you know, like like a like a fake sophisticated drunk yeah. um, uh-huh. named Rudolfo who was like vying for his spot on the corner. Mm-hmm. And there was like a flashback to me playing the saxophone on the street back in the eighties. You know? I like that. <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. Like funny Dude, the show was fucking hilarious. It was it was literally about a black Jesus coming down and helping and doing miracles in Compton. It was pretty fun. It sounds funny. I like yeah. the bit about uh, competing for supremacy on a corner yeah. because we actually have uh, Leo. Leo knows this very well. We mm-hmm. have a panhandler out on Venice Boulevard mm-hmm. who is there every single day clearly making zero effort. He's making this much effort to go out and gain real employment. So Leo, fed up one day, rolls down the window of his challenger and yells, uh, what, Leo? I go, hey, get a job, kid. <laughs> I mean, the guy's young, you know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah, do you ever feel like just doing that? Also, I want to say yes. Mark is on The Fighter and the Kid. If any of the of you guys listen to that podcast, you know him from The Fighter and the Kid as well. So Yeah. Uh, I never ask anymore where people know me from. I guess yeah. it's, that might be interesting. But here's what I get a lot these days. 
you're on TikTok. Really? That's like, sad, about dude. That statement. It is. How do you feel about that, Mark? Today I was kind of pissed off because I was, I was in the sauna right before I came here, and I was trying to like time out my work so I get in, you know, some stairmaster in and hit the sauna and then mm. get ready. And I'm planning out like the shower to the thing to get the, you know. And sometimes when there's a packed sauna, there's like nine people in there, and I don't want to talk to anybody. Sounds Actually, like Dino's dream. Yeah, it does. That's how he got monkey box. Yeah, so one man's dreams into the man's nightmare. <laughs> but uh, my headphones had just died, and I wasn't looking to have any conversation. It was just like, I want to be in here for five minutes and mm -hmm. maybe like do a task on my phone that I was supposed to mm -hmm. knock out anyway. So mm -hmm. Suck an anonymous dick and get out. Right. It's like, dude, can a guy just suck an anonymous dick <laughs> and post to the T-Fat K fucking social media page yeah, get out of here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and this, this kid was like, now, look. I'm gonna expose myself as being a little bit dickish. I have dickish instincts, but I try to keep them under control because people do frustrate me and I'm aware that these are irrational frustrations and I try mm -hmm. to keep them in check, but sometimes they peek through. And in this particular case, it was a guy going, you're on TikTok, huh? And that Fuck. statement in and of itself, cause I go, look, anybody can be on TikTok. Are you mm -hmm. saying that you recognize me from a viral sketch or something? Mm -hmm. And then it becomes this game. First of all, the general thing is it becomes a game of I have to justify my level of celebrity to you. It's like, where do I know you from? I'm like, yeah, I don't know that, yeah. where you mm -hmm. know me from. Should mm -hmm. I start listing all the things I've ever done in my life? So that, that's you know, right, that's one thing. But then he's like, you were in a skit with, uh, with this guy with brown hair. Nice. And he's, uh, it was just on his Snapchat story. Like all oh, these yeah. things where I'm like, none of the mm -hmm. things that you are saying right now, help mm -hmm. me understand. I want to know the thing that you saw me in, but yeah. you're not giving me any qualifiers. I'm like, you're so funny. Yeah, like you were in that, th and I'm like, I, I, and, I, mm -hmm. and I know they're not going to be able to answer. So I go, yeah, tell me one thing about the sketch. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they can't. We can they relate can't. to this big right. time. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely do not have a large enough level of fame where I can complain at all. No, no, about yeah, that's thing. I feel like a dick. So I go, because <laughs> imagine that's a million times a million. Oh, yeah. 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 the apple. Yeah. But, yeah. but there is definitely two types of recognition. There is, hey, Danny, what's up, man? It's so great to see yeah. you, Leo, Nico. He's our mm -hmm. cameraman. Yeah. Love you guys. Can I get a picture? That's the best ever. Yeah. But then there's also when you're just trying to buy a can of water at 7-Eleven and a guy just goes, oh, shit. Oh, and I'm like, hi, how's it going? Oh, fuck. Oh, my God, my dude. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? I hope you're having a great day. Oh, shit. Can yeah. I get a picture? I'm not sure I want to give you a photo <laughs> yeah. because the only thing yeah. you've said to me so far is, oh, shit. Yeah. Which, I mean, that maybe hints you're appreciative of something I've yeah. done. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't seem like it's had much of an impact on your life. Right. Yeah. So that's always an interesting thing because I go like, you can't tell me like, you're the funniest or I'm a big fan or, but then they're lacking this basic information. Like yeah. this mm -hmm. happened to Brendan a lot where people are like, I'm your biggest fan. Like when's your next fight? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when's your next football game? Yeah. I, really going back I, I get the, yeah. uh, I was, uh, I did some reality TV and that's kind of almost, yeah, it's almost worse than being known for something. Cause they think that was you and they'll always apologize for me and be like, I'm sorry that you didn't find love. And I kind of have to just play the character. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's a shame. Yeah. Uh, what are you yeah. doing Leo, later? You know, the, tru the truth is that uh, yeah. Leo, Leo found his love from that show. It wasn't in the form yeah. of the contestant. It mm. was in the inboxes of about a thousand 22 year old girls. Yeah, sounds he, awesome. It was nice. It was nice. That's a nice filtration mm. process. <laughs> yes. yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the real love is found. So, yeah. Mark, first of all, you're wearing the first pair of skate shoes I ever bought. I think it was in 1999 yeah. were the s swords and it's yeah. stylized as like a lowercase e with the french accent yeah they were my favorite skate shoes 
Two, you're rocking them, which makes me so happy because mm -hmm. that company was out of business for Correct. a while. And then it came back somehow. Yeah. I'm really excited about these. And these are uh, basically, so it's, it's cool that you know that because there's a world of sneaker heads that's, it's like 99% Nike, Jordans, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I don't know anything about that. All I know is that when I was in middle school and high school, uh s shoes or i call them es people are like it's s i'm like oh, i can't you know i'm trying to break it, this it's habit, really you know? on them it's really yeah. the brand's fault right. for it's picking something that you know people 50 of people say different ways correct and so i'm not can you know i don't care whatever i'm wrong but i always would color coordinate my outfits with uh you know i'd have like the blue they have these great styles they have the great uh, color patterns. So I would like, I remember in high school, not that I had a bunch of clothes, but I would make them all count because I would spend my Christmas money on S shoes and, mm -hmm. and build outfits around that. And then when they came back, I was super excited. Mm -hmm. And then I shouted them out. We were in a sneaker store in suplex, uh, suplex in Philadelphia. And I mentioned something about like the only shoes I ever, the only sneakers I ever get are S and the brand got in touch with me and they're like, Oh, we're, we're like, let us know what you like. We're going to send you stuff. I've not gotten back to them because I feel self-conscious about going, send me everything. Yeah. yeah. Like all of the shoes. Everything you know? from inception to yeah. the end. Send me every pair after of the shoes hiatus. Yeah. Austin, yeah. can you pull up the K3s, Costin 3s? These were a, a lot of skaters. I just picked up a Thrasher magazine in Barnes & Noble a week ago, and oh. I saw Tori Pudwell listed the Costin 3 as his one of his top favorite skate shoes of all time. And it was always my favorite skate shoe of all time. See, these are the Nikes. Um, no, it's, it's go if up. You, if you Google, maybe just do ES. Yeah. Click lowercase E ES. and then S bam. Here we go. Yeah. People, dude, the I red ones, to, the yeah. Chicago bulls ones. There I had go. those in fifth grade. You know how many girls' George. hands I held Mark because yeah. I had these. And these are, sli these are slightly different. I actually want some of those. These are slightly different, but similar pattern on the side there. I want, I probably didn't get those cause they didn't have my size, but that's, this is one of the pairs that I would order if I can pull the trigger on saying, you know, not feeling greedy and asking yeah, a problem. Yeah. Well, so it sounds like, okay, is this considered a skate shoe? Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be good for skating. Yes. I yeah. mean, maybe a lot of these styles. companies. Although I wouldn't skate in it, right? It's oh, like, yeah. because they're nice to me, oh, yeah. I would maybe have one designated pair that I'd skate in to destroy. Cause that's what happens with skate shoes is like, you're just yeah. going to destroy them. Yes. You're yeah. rubbing your shoe repeatedly on sandpaper. Mm -hmm. It's the yeah. worst thing for a shoe imaginable. Yeah. The funny thing about skate shoes, though, is a lot of these shoes are actually of inferior quality because the skate industry, I don't know if you guys know too many skateboarders, but they are fucking losers. Okay? Yeah. Go to Thrasher's YouTube page and just watch a couple of clips, and you will see a guy with missing teeth, very low IQ, just smoking a spliff, but then he'll go bust a frontside flip down a 20 set or something. Mm. That's who makes up the skate industry. So when they were making shoes, God knows where they're being sourced from, who was designing them, what materials they were using. And Nike and Adidas, once they saw that, oh, shit, this guy Tony Hawk's got a video game. Oh, this handsome kid from Laguna Beach, Ryan Sheckler's got a TV show. Yeah. We want a piece of this action. Yeah. They started making actual high-quality skate shoes, and they took so much of the market share and a lot of companies like es and like uh, circa like lakai a lot of those companies either went under or basically had to fire their entire team and just be like yeah we're just in business for the sake of like tradition at this point right because we, we can't compete with nike and adidas yeah that was a funny thing where all of a sudden i noticed people are going oh i got mm -hmm. these skate shoes i'm like those are nikes though mm -hmm. nike doesn't make 
you know, it was almost offensive, right? Yes. <laughs> because there is yeah. this idea of like, like in the punk community, whatever, this hardcore or like do it yourself mentality or sell out, like anti sell out mentality where, yeah. you know, it, it's inherently anti corporate. And Nike just felt antithetical yes. to all of that. So getting a, a Nike yeah. skate shoe was kind of like, eh, isn't that kind of against the ethos totally. of skateboarding in it itself? It's like if somebody told you Jimmy Fallon was their favorite comic. Oh, I, I love <laughs> Hannah Gadsby. <laughs> She's my favorite. And that's a different. I mean, that would signal something different to me, but equally, like, oh God, yeah, grow up, you know. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, I have no problem with him actually. But I know. Don't you feel bad because you're like, yeah, like he's, he, you know, he's earned everything he has. Yes, and, yeah. and you see his auditions for SNL and what he used to do, and it's like, sure, there's every reason for you to be here, but he's become this meme of like yeah. the late night host who's just has no edge. Yes, dude, the Man Show. We all remember. You guys remember the man. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel. Mm -hmm. You're talking about Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yeah. is that a different guy? It is. A very yeah. similar guy, guy but Jimmy different Fallon guy. Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy oh, Kimmel. Yeah. Right. So no, Jimmy no, no, Kimmel, no. you actually bring up a point. Jimmy Kimmel is even more disappointing because he used to be so damn funny. I was just listening to an old Stern clip. It was the Celebrity Biggest Stern Fan Contest where they brought in an actor, the host of Survivor, and then Jimmy Kimmel, and they had them compete over Howard Stern trivia. And Jimmy Kimmel back in the day was so funny. But now yeah. he is the biggest, like, White House ass-kisser, liberal right. and I haven't pushover. watched his show in a while, but it is funny how, I mean, I guess you could sort of point to Trump for both Colbert and um, Jimmy Kimmel, like, to become ideological because mm. I don't mind you doing, po obviously you're going to be doing politics, but like, you know, for example, I think Bill Maher does a little bit better where it's like you're in this, you yeah. just want to have, you want to see original thoughts. And yes, so when somebody right. starts like mm. towing the line, yeah. it's like, but if I know what you're going to say every night, yep. then it's not yeah. as yeah. funny, you know? You know, Bill Maher absolutely picks on both sides. Yeah. He recently did a monologue on how becoming transgendered or queer is irrefutably a trend mm -hmm. because yeah. if you look at the decade by decade numbers of transgenderism, it's like 10x yeah. the last five or 10 yeah. years we, because, yeah. because of TikTok mm -hmm. and because of Pride Month and all this. And I'm not hating on the gay community or something, mm -hmm. but you just you can't argue that it's a trend. Kimmel, however, or Fallon would never t talk about oh, something that controversial. Yeah. Never, never, never. I mean, Kimmel just had Biden on. And I mean, it, I mean, softballs doesn't even begin to describe it. He was lobbing wiffle balls to the geriatric yeah. old fuck. Oh, shit, I got to watch that. That that sounds interesting. How the fuck? <laughs> it dude's I, bad. I'm, I'm curious. And also, I feel like it would almost be unwatchable. You know, mm. like I want to see what it was, but I'm like, I know it would cause me mental anguish. Yeah, to watch. Mm. it's bad, dude. <laughs> it's bad. It's um. I mean, Kimball's basically just saying things like, why aren't people with us? Us, meaning him, Joe Biden and the Democratic Party, the yeah. establishment. Why are people with us? Why don't they understand it? And I want to say that at one point, Joe Biden goes on a, an unintelligible rant about interracial couples. Checks out. Do you remember that, Austin? <laughs> Do you pull that clip up? Just Joe, just type in Joe Biden it's, interracial. It's very easy to fill that you know void in, in my imagination with yeah. something yeah. that you know, he, yeah. he may or may not have said, but yeah. it's easy yeah, to yeah. picture. Let's see. Uh, Interracial, interracial. <laughs> part of it is, you know, I remember during the primaries, um, Biden at one point was impressive. Like I remember his debates with Sarah Palin and Paul Ryan, which are kind of the only moments you really have to shine as a VP. It's like the VP debate, right? Right. And he seemed very sharp. And Mark, it's just, what, what's yeah. it, I just can help Austin out real quick. Yeah. Joe Biden, interracial couples, Kimmel. Okay, so this yeah. is the 23-minute That's too long. Sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. So, <laughs> no, yeah, Palin... I, I, and I want to see that. I'm just saying there was a point where 
he was defensible. I remember I had a friend being like, Joe Biden's a gaffe machine. And I was like, I, you know, he's still got, if you watch these debates, he can still be animated by that competition. And uh, he had a, a certain linguistic competence under pressure. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like he's, there's enough clips where you go, and again, yeah. you know, it's unfair to take anything out of context, but there's a lot of out of context clips yeah. that you could make fun of Joe Biden with mm -hmm. as just being in mental decline. And yeah. that's fine. That's a normal part of, of life. But why'd you make him president? Because mm -hmm. I have a lot of friends who are like, no, 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 we shouldn't get any of these other people on whatever, you know, if you're, if you're voting Democrat, there was, there was a lot of options. I, I'm not going to say that there were great options, but your point you're going like the guy's dementia mm -hmm. <laughs> the guy's brain is crumbling, and that's okay mm -hmm. it doesn't mean he's a bad person or that's a separate conversation at least well but... let's listen to it we'll see <laughs> yeah. if what mark has to say has any truth to it <laughs> who knows what prompted oh i'm serious you turn on the tv look at the ads when's the last time you saw biracial couples on tv when's the last time you saw the way i mean people are selling products they do ads to sell products and they sell products when people they appeal to people this generation is going to change everything we just got to make sure we don't give up <laughs> when's the last time you saw biracial couples on tv pretty recently i feel like yeah. I, that's, uh, pretty yeah. much every commercial as an actor, as an actor, know actor that, we yeah. know that uh yeah we're not yeah <laughs> and i'm not going to complain about that like i don't i i don't think i what you know I mean. and i think as men too yeah. you go i don't take any of this personally i don't view myself as a victim of some changing tide it's just like all right i gotta be better at acting to make up for whatever you know, position I'm being put in where there's slightly less opportunities for a right. white guy. Like, I don't give a fuck. But that's just, okay. That represents to me empty virtue signaling, which is always the corporate Democrat yeah. go-to is like, let's change the flag for a month. It doesn't mean anything. I, also, I like what you're yeah, saying, Mark. Yeah. I think you're giving him too much credit. Oh, okay. I think words are just coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I think well, that's yeah. what's happening the, When you say biracial, we're making progress. It's like, yes, it's it's he's not being coherent. But secondly, like... It's just, if you were to extrapolate a point and give him credit, it's part of this BS empty mm -hmm. woke signaling that has no bearing on any normal person's life. Yeah, mm -hmm. King Croc, I mean, he's gonna disagree with you here because King Croc's a little bit of a lefty. He is. And King <laughs> to be honest, bro, the way you talk about Joe Biden is kind of yeah. offensive. <laughs> because well, the black community, we've been riding with Biden for a minute. Right. Now, and he did a lot for us, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of your one of your well, black friends voted for Joe Biden. He voted for Donald Trump, rather. And you took his black card because if you don't vote for Joe Biden, you ain't black. Right. Yeah, 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 dude. What kind of things did he give you, uh, uh, King Croc? What do you think? Uh, what was Joe Biden giving you? What did he do for you and your community? Um... Uh, gas prices went up, but but that's not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. It's not that big a deal. Uh, chicken prices went up. <laughs> I see. Not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. Listen, that's a pretty what, big deal. What he really did for me mm -hmm. is he let me know that at least he isn't gonna be talking shit on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think he gave like a? Him. You think he gave you a, maybe I the community? I I can respect. He right? would. Uh, we're kidding. He. This guy right uh -huh. here would, uh -huh. I, you would probably murder Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, murder him. Him, Depending <laughs> on how much tequila King Crockett drank, he would murder Joe Biden if you ever encountered him in the street. Well, even you if, know, don't get me started. Yeah. yeah. So. King Croc, he, we talked about on the Patreon podcast that King Croc, the only person he wants to face in a cage match is the leader of the Chinese Communist Party. What's his mm -hmm. name? Xi Jinping. Yeah, he wants to yeah. beat the shit out of that guy. That's mm -hmm. hilarious. So, yeah, he's, he's not. Uh, but also, the first thing that came to mind when you said he's a lefty is, my brain goes to establishment corporate 
Democrats kind of they give a bad name to like lefty or far yeah. lefty. It's like, whoa, 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 you know, woke signaling and extreme sort of, uh, you know, expressions of cultural values on the left are different than, for example, workers' rights or doing anything that would be like if you're fighting. You know, I don't like workers' ex- rights. Okay. Keep these guys down over. Uh-huh. What I'm saying, <laughs> like, you know, how those two things get conflated, uh-huh. right? Where it's like this means that, and it's like, yeah, you know, a real lefty. And I try to listen to everything on YouTube. Re, you know, real quote unquote leftists don't like Joe Biden because mm-hmm. he hasn't done anything for them. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so the the only True. people who might be there's a very narrow sliver of people who just appreciate the woke signaling so much that that is all they're sort of expecting. Mm-hmm. That's you know. a great point, and I think that's overshadowed too often. And really, yeah. it's used to create division between the left and the right. Yeah, if we came together, bro. These globalists, they wouldn't have shit on us, bro. Right. But we're fighting the whole time. The population is divided in many ways. Yes, it is. Seems like you know a little bit about that. Right. Because, yeah, like, if you know, if you're dividing, they make any sort of woke signaling in identity politics inherently reduces people to race. Mm-hmm. I have a lot more to connect with people on than just my race. I think that's really cheap. True. You know what I mean? So, and both sides do it. But, I, but I, you know, what's cool is to see... I just find myself agreeing with conservatives more on the attack on identity politics, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess that's that's where I'm at, guys, yeah. politically. Well, we're with and you. More and more identity politics because it just, you know, it, it takes away from the notion of the individual and it reduces people to these woke, signif- like like these identity signifiers and also encourages people to have a victim mindset. Yeah, yeah that's really at the end of the day. With you 100%. I am, I am this yeah. identity, therefore I've experienced this. Well, mm-hmm. what about you as a person, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you have a victim mindset, I can't think of anything more detrimental to your progress. Correct. Life. Yeah, it's like that's the, that's the through line that I see in so many people's problems when I talk to people. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you, the main issue here mm-hmm. is you're seeing yourself. And that, and you can talk somebody out of that. You know, I've talked yeah. to people who are like uh, in a bad place. And if you're not too latched onto that, I think you can talk yourself out of it and reframe things. To I've, like, been there. I'm, yeah. I, I've had the victim right, mindset. Same here. Yeah. You know, so I think it's something, but, but if you're encouraging that and that's like, integral to your political movement mm-hmm. yeah mark when when's the, uh, when's the time you had the victim mindset i'm not seeing it right now when would that have happened Good, in your I, life? you know i know it's happened before but i think a lot of it has to do with um that I, off the top of my head and i'd have mm-hmm. to search honestly for more answers to this but like if uh i would say i can think of sometimes as a kid or a teenager mm-hmm. being broken up with by a girl yeah. You know, and you go, oh, this is like, it's her fault. And, uh, or my friend hooked up, you know, not, I'm thinking of an example where this girl broke up with me. I wasn't even a good boyfriend to her mm-hmm. and was pushing her away anyway. She breaks up with me and dates a friend of mine after like, but it wasn't like malicious. It was just like, yeah, that's what people do when like, you're not a good boyfriend mm-hmm. and you're acting like you don't care. And then, mm-hmm. but also I get to sulk around and be depressed by it. Like, mm-hmm. it's just such yeah. a bitch move. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's integral to understanding that as a guy. It's like, and if you want that girl back, like crying about it mm-hmm. is the last thing you should do, yeah. you know? Yeah. And all you can do is focus on yourself. And I talk to guys now and try mm-hmm. to give, you know, impart that upon them that it's like, your options are limited. Mm-hmm. Taking Taking a nihilistic or victim mindset in response to things that don't go your way is just it's not going to help you can do it it's just not going to help you just gotta get in the gym you know? right yeah mm-hmm. exactly or even like which obviously you do right no mm-hmm. I, and i think that's to me the the reason that i've always come back to that because i have had major fluctuations in you know 
like I was roughly this size at about 18 or 19. Damn. But then I was like, I don't want to be big anymore. People identify me as a, you know, identity mm -hmm. politics. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like I didn't want to identify as that, so I ran away from it. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck who, what people think of me. If yeah. you think I'm stupid because I have muscles, great. Right. That's, you know? that's one of the reasons we brought you on is because a lot of times sort of we cool. we get people just identify us as big douchebags. They do. And, <laughs> I mean, it's and I know you hang right. out with Brendan Schaub was the same problem too. Oh, and yeah. I'm a fan of, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Fighter and the Kid. I, I, listened oh, to that, yeah. I started listening to that podcast in 2016. Yeah. So I, I don't... It's, yeah, it's Understand an interesting little like at all. like microcosm. There's so much to unpack as far as the vitriol that it gets because yeah. as a close friend now of Brendan and a good friend of Brian, and we're becoming closer, I, I just I know Brendan is the opposite of a lot of these things people accuse him of. Like mm -hmm. number one being he's he's generous and he's caring so like people will for example accuse him of being narcissistic or i'm like he's he's like the least exploitative person mm -hmm. that i've probably ever met or worked with or worked for um so i get to see these things up close and get kind of evidence of like you're accusing him of this but actually it's more like this and yeah um i love that psychology of like projection mm -hmm. and why people get so upset about somebody doing something because for example he's doing stand-up comedy if you didn't like a stand-up comic, most people go, well, I'm not going to watch him. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. I'm not going to pay attention it's to him. Simple. That's how I, I, I mean, you know, I'm not obsessed with Hannah Gatsby. Yeah. Um, She's pretty talented. <laughs> right. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, um, and, but I'd never even watched your special. I've just seen clips of it to know that like, Hey, the, the people who I care, whose opinion I might care about yeah. that would funnel me towards her special say it's, you know, sort of unwatchable, but um, so it's an interesting thing. The douchebag thing, I, there was a point where I would care about people calling me a douchebag, yeah. you know, where I'd be like, what, what does that mean about, no, no, it doesn't, doesn't really mean much about myself because it's such a vague term too. It usually means something about the other person. That's a cliche, but I've just seen it in real time where I'm like, oh, I get this collection of a thousand people because the moment you pop up on TFAK, mm -hmm. everyone's like, this guy sucks because he's been within three feet of Brendan Schaub, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know? And um, so it's been interesting seeing, like, I know I'm innocent of, like, a major wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, like, hurt these people's feelings in some way other than just merely existing. And mm -hmm. so you get an understanding of that to some degree just in real life without having any notoriety. Mm -hmm. Some people are just going to look at me and not like me. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. But I get to then also, with enough people, you get to be like, okay, you look like this, you look like this, you look like this. And you get to see it really does kind of play out that I'm like, talking to guys who don't have a lot going on in their life and seem to have bitterness, yeah. resentment, low self-esteem, whatever. And I just know for myself, I would never act the way sure. they do online towards strangers. It's hard to understand. It's hard to understand. And <laughs> me and Danny have, we go around and we mess around in public a lot. We do these uh, pranks, we do improv. And it's almost so difficult to get somebody that's just in shape to be upset at all. It's crazy. It, right. Right, and I, kinda, talk about I, yeah, I talk about it myself where I have these little moments where like in the sauna today where I was like borderline curt with somebody, but all I was doing is going, I just wasn't buying, I wasn't making him, I wasn't going out of my way to make him feel good. And maybe mm. like nine times out of 10 I would, but today I was just like, what was the sketch? Like <laughs> yeah. that was the extent of me. And then I'm like, fuck, that was rude of me to do that. Mm. But because most of the time I can manage, if I'm not in a good mood, that's why I'm at the gym. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted to make sure to go to the gym before here because I'm like, I want to be in a good mood. I want to get the blood flowing yeah. and and get a little sweat going because that is so integral to my well-being and mm -hmm. so integral to why I decided after, you know, I've taken large swaths of time off of working out, but I get back into it because 
mentally I feel better. Mm -hmm. I like feeling strong. I like having this self it's it's this foundational thing that I recommend to people when they say like, I'm depressed, I have anxiety, I, I have insomnia. Mm -hmm. I'm like, go run 10 miles and tell me you have insomnia. Exactly. It's not only that, it's a, it's a way to get off drugs too. Right. You supplement the drug Take use, not even supplement it, but you kind of <laughs> put it, you work out when you have when you have a craving or you're having withdrawals mm -hmm. and you know, eventually. Yeah, Eminem did that Eminem famously. Eminem did that, yes, you famously, know? right, with his pill addiction. Yeah. yeah. I will say about the haters though, the Brennan Schaub thing. Right. Brennan Schaub still, haters be damned. He lives a 1% life, the top half a percent life. What do you right. think? Brennan Schaub probably makes a hundred grand a month from his comedy. Beautiful house, great cars, yeah. hot wife. Brennan's yeah. job still living large. And that's part of being an entertainer because mm -hmm. Leo and I have dealt with our share of A hate. A lot too. of hate. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the thing is, though, man, it's still, we, that's the price you pay because yeah. this is a cooler job than humping a mop, being a janitor in an office building it after is. hours. And, and what you realize is a lot of people, I'll get, sometimes I'll even have haters do this because like a, a certain percentage of people will like, if I'll engage in a certain way, they go, you know what, that was like, they'll realize it, they'll snap out of it. And that's just a small percentage. Guys will realize that they're being a dick, but then double down. So it's like a really yeah. small percentage will realize and then tell you, but it does happen. And then sometimes those guys will be like, yeah, I really wanted to get into acting, screenwriting, right. comedy. So you do see, especially comedy mm -hmm. or podcasting, mm -hmm. probably the top two things where guys in their head go, I could do that. Right. Yeah. You just got to sit and talk. About, I'm funny in front of my friends. Yeah. I can hold the mic and be like, I'm, mm -hmm. you know, so there is that's the starting point too and you see it in football too though we're like i because i'm a big football fan yeah. you probably you look like you're probably a football fan as well yeah but it, dude it is crazy how patrick mahomes for instance was the mvp yeah. super bowl champ the next season he had one bad game and i out of curiosity because we're in yeah. this space where there is a lot of hate i was like yeah. i wonder how people treat old patrick on here scroll oh, down you're washed you suck they need to cut you from the Kansas City Chiefs. I understand you're the hate. way overpaid. When it goes to his brother, though, I do appreciate totally the hate that. going to his. But brother. I even yeah. appreciate it to going to Patrick Mahomes because you know why? Patrick Mahomes makes five hundred million dollars over the course of his career, <laughs> yeah. and he's world famous. Yeah, fucking deal with it. You and I sit here and talk into mm -hmm. microphones and fuck around with these idiots. Yeah, and go up to San Francisco and go to Mexico and have bad, a great. Dude. It's fucking. We deserve to. We have to work hard for that. Yeah, the yeah. haters. It's part of the job it's description. The job. And there's no reason to get mad at them. It just. No. It's part. Like you. You can't get Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady can't single out individual people booing him mm -hmm. in the crowd. I've I've learned to love it in. Anyway, if you turned it into a positive, I told King Croc because he's kind of new to the podcast space, right? And he's mm -hmm. doing great, and he and he's going to go on no jumper and stuff, and he's getting a little bit of that online hate that you've experienced yeah. recently too, yeah. right? I mean, and I, you gotta you gotta just love it, you know. The more, the merrier. In fact, right. And, and this, I was on um, Isaiah Miranda, who I do a lot of skits with. He he had me on his Under the Influence podcast, and they asked me about it because his girlfriend Noel. He was like, and he kind of threw under the bus, but I'm friends with Noel, so it's all good. She, mm -hmm. He was like, Noel thinks that you are really bothered by it. And I use this example of- Bothered by shit talking. But yes, mm -hmm. because I'll write back and like, you might see me write four sentences to somebody. Mm -hmm. I like that. The thing is, and, and then I'll post it to my story, right? No, mm -hmm. like, as yeah. you know, do you know how quickly I can formulate three sentences? It's like yeah. it, it's it's like a knee jerk reaction. Mm -hmm. The idea that because um, you constantly, if you respond, you constantly get accused of being angry. And right. I go, I do you understand how non articulate? If I was truly angry, the things that would be coming out of my mouth and the sense that I wouldn't be making. I mean, mm -hmm. you're witnessing at most mild irritation, but 
it's hard for people to wrap their minds around. It's like, you know, somebody doing stand-up comedy and like your only experiences of it, like you've thought about doing it at major heart race. And it's mm -hmm. like, well, this guy, you know, Chris D'Elia has been on stage 8,000 times. Mm -hmm. Do you think he's nervous about that or whatever? So when I talk shit, I use this analogy of, not an analogy, just a, an anecdote of me go, getting up in the middle of the night, I'll see a notification, <laughs> fire off a shit talk Damn. while I'm peeing and then mm -hmm. go back to sleep because wow. it doesn't stress me out. But that's a real thing be because it just, doesn't might, it bother might be interfering me. Yeah. with your REM sleep, or maybe right. not. But one thing that's I mean, and I forget about it too because as you're saying, the blue lights, yeah. the that, there's a lot going on there. But 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 yeah. uh, Mark, one thing I want to say is that because I just think about how best to deal with haters too. And you mentioned earlier the victim mindset and how bad yeah. that is. One yeah. of the reasons the victim mindset is so bad is because your mental picture is I'm a loser. There's no hope. Therefore, I'm not going to try hard. Yeah. And then the, basically the foundation of all self-help and personal development books are your mental picture needs to be very positive and very well defined. Mm -hmm. The reason I don't seek out, read and respond to negative comments is because even if you know they're wrong, like if somebody tells me you aren't funny, you have no talent, delete your YouTube channel, nobody yeah. nobody wants you here. Yeah. I know that's not true because I've seen enough positive feedback financial feedback likes on the, the like bar mm -hmm. people subscribing people commenting i know it's not true but it's still in, it whittles into my head or it, it mm -hmm. weasels into my head and becomes part of my mental image if i read it that's a really good way i've never heard anybody articulate the reasoning behind mm -hmm. not going into that yes as you did. It, i mean it's gonna be and it's it's gonna be short if you read one negative con comment it happens to me occasionally because in youtube at the very bottom of the YouTube studio, it shows some comments. And sometimes I scroll down too far and I accidentally read a negative comment. Yeah. I stop thinking about it an hour later. It's gone. Right. But for that hour, you've let a negative thought seep in about maybe I'm not funny, maybe I'm not talented. And yeah. that is tainting the mental picture that is the opposite of the victim mindset mental yeah. picture. Down here is the victim mindset. I am weak. I am incapable. I can't help myself in life. Up here is the gold standard of I'm talented. I'm funny. I'm going to be rich. Nothing can stop me. Yeah. And you don't want those comments to drag you down toward the victim mindset. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And that's a really that's a perfect articulation of that and i agree and also i've always said with responding to the haters it's like i knew that this was a temporary thing it's kind of like showing up and being like hey i'm really good at kung fu like anybody can come at me mm -hmm. you know dino I'm, come at him. I'm good at talking shit online anybody can come at me if there's one person who feels like they've beat me at an online exchange go ahead and post the exchange because i post them all the time mm -hmm. so but <laughs> as i those. do that right over the course of the last whatever six months nine months um it becomes less and less interesting because partially because it gets so repetitive yeah these people aren't original they're not creative they really think they're burning you but like i'll ask my own fans and followers to to roast an outfit and like the level of creativity is so much above and beyond because they're not upset mm -hmm. how can yeah. it be funny when you're angry you know yeah. well i guess bill burr but like mm -hmm. when you really <laughs> when you have malice towards an individual and you're yeah. really like you're trying to roast them it comes off a certain way it just comes off yeah. as like vicious or petty or stupid or flustered um and i agree with you that ultimately like I can handle it much better than the average person just through repetition and just through certain innate qualities that I think something, because I go, not everybody should do this. Yeah. If you're not equipped for it yeah. mm -hmm. and you don't have the instinct to do it, don't. But I'm very much like, I'm like, I feel like I'm finishing the wrapping on this package and I'm ready to send it off into space. There we go.
I, I, do you, do I you banish a cock, Mark? Is that why nobody can find me? That's what it is. We were going to get to the your cock size at some point on this podcast. So yeah, I mean that. I wonder if that is something like that because there's. Here's the thing. I was going to say when people try to attack my insecurities, you don't know what they are. You know what I mean? Some yeah. people will be like, "You have fake lips," and I'm like, well, "But I don't like you know." Th yeah. I used to get made fun of for having big lips when yeah. I was a kid, and now you're trying to make it seem like I sought that out. So the things that people so no like, lip injection, <laughs> none. Actually, what are you, are you sure about that? Yeah, right, yeah, they made exactly. it to the back of the bus. And you know what's funny is I would like if I you know I, sometimes I look at my face and go, "Man, you're gonna have to get Botox soon." Uh, I'll tell everybody. I'll let you know. But yeah. right now, I'm just not insecure enough yeah. about it to do that. But yeah. I don't feel like it's something shameful it's so commonplace so you know or even like like i talk about doing steroids it's like that's not shameful to me anymore yeah. there was a point where i that's felt beautiful. like I, I couldn't tell anybody but it's like i made the decision and i can own up to it and i and Hell i think yeah. the benefit of being open about it and talking to people and making myself known as somebody who uh, has a lot of experience doing that mm -hmm. i've been able to help a lot of people who don't know what they're doing and and also be able to dissuade some people who are yeah. too young or too uninformed to be doing it so right. um right. i think openness in a lot of situations mark i, I would know. have to i would have to take a look at your testicles to know that you've been doing it correctly <laughs> though if right. they are shrunken i can't say that i'm going to take your advice on this yeah although i do take hcg periodically so that plumps them up gotcha you know it makes you nuts your... bigger HCG, yeah, 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 it um, it sets off a sort of, you know, a chemical cascade that, look, if you want the real answer <laughs> on this, go to Derek for more plates, more dates, but it's something about releasing yeah. luteinizing hormone, and that stimulates your testicles right. to, uh, you know, produce sperm and, mm -hmm. and testosterone again after they've been atrophied, but... Okay, so the atrophy, though, is yeah. something that might interest my, my buddy Danny here. He uh, has balls a, are too big. They're too big. Maybe <laughs> you should them, show it's, Mark. It's I, always I, the skinny I, guys. I might yeah, it's to. always like the skinny Brian guys. Brian Callen apparently has gigantic testicles. Uh, really? Have, yeah. I've heard he's got a big cock. I, I've heard yes. him and Chaba have big cocks. Yes. Unfortunately. Because <laughs> I, have, I have a very unimpressive penis, uh -huh. so I always... Yeah. tend to get mad at big penis guys. The alphas having the big penises. <laughs> and so yeah. I become a Reddit troll or an uh -huh. Instagram bottom feeder hater when it comes to big cock. aesthetically, cocktails. Danny, would you say that your penis would look better if if that testicle, the right testicle, Way shrunk? Better. Way better. So maybe yeah, roids could be the know, answer. Right? Yeah, that could be a thing disproportionately because mm -hmm. also, like, uh, you know, here's one thing. I mean, I can send a good dick pic, but guys who do have really skinny thighs is like that's gonna they look, look better, great right we have you know? look at look at these things dude i gotta i gotta look what i'm fucking, competing you know, with. yeah but so women you know it'll take you actually putting it in your mouth and be like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> then they'll know <laughs> then yes. they'll know um are you yeah, single I've, mark or uh, I'm I'm married to a uh, hot German lady named Luana. Oh, Where's your okay. ring? Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, damn. Did I? Oh, fuck. I was at the strip club. You trying to now. fuck with <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah, right over. Stopped at the uh, yeah. the 76 station, splash of yeah. gasoline on his neck. That's the old trick. The gasoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's get rid of the hooker smell. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, gasoline's a good one. That's a good like, one. What's getting through that? That's yeah. the cliche move. You come home from the strip club. I've never heard that, but that's so smart. That's really yeah. good, actually. Uh, Marks, yeah. you have to be vain a little bit to maintain a physique like yours. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I always and, differentiate that between people accuse me of being narcissistic and they right. don't know what narcissistic. I go, I'm vain and narcissists can be vain, but that's mm -hmm. like the 10th quality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I don't exploit other people and I have empathy would be. Mm -hmm. yeah. So thank you. That's yeah. a good point. I don't I don't mind being. Of course, I'm vain. Right. You, your fucking mind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and what's wrong with that? You know, uh, inherently nothing unless it's detracting from something else. But I feel like there is an appropriate amount of self-care you can give yourself, yes. you know. I, I would rather look nice than not nice. And also, 
like just as far as attraction to women or like women being attractive you like to have sex you should look good even right. if it's with your partner because a lot of guys let that go yep. and then wonder why they're not getting laid or why she cheats right yeah there's all these things to, to think about. you know Dorsha, exactly Dorsha, but, yeah, but you're, you're at a huge disadvantage there are yeah, black men exactly. out in the world they're they're, they're out you know, there you have to compensate you for gotta that. stay Honestly, jacked yeah talking yeah. to that mike king what i'm trying yeah. to get jacked bro and that's yeah, why give me some advice I wanted to ask you about before we moved on from the whole steroids topic, right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll never move uh, on completely. We'll How never do you exactly feel about SARMs. What do you think about? I just basically categorize them the same as I would steroids because they uh, agonize the androgen receptor, and so with that, there's various intensity levels or potency. Uh, you know, each different compound. I've taken a few of them. I've taken Austrian, which is known as uh, a lighter compound mm. i've taken uh a ligand draw draw or lgd i've taken s23 which is supposedly comparable to trend these are Dude, powerful. i was scared of that s23 i heard the vision eye effects side effects yeah and so it, people come to me all the time because it's this new fascinating thing and i think the marketing on them because it's this gray area and people sell them as research chemicals and it's like give this to your rat eh. but mm. it's steroids right it's it's essentially the same to me as taking an oral steroid right guys will come to me in their early 20s and say I want to do an eight-week cycle of Rad 140, and I I make them justify it to me. I say, why aren't you taking a low dose of testosterone? Are why you a steroid you... salesman? No. Why are these people coming to you? Because <laughs> well, I give out dude, free advice on it. Dude, but any intellectual, any guy that can kind of piece together a sentence that looks like him is going to have to help people <laughs> yeah. in the community. Yeah, that's I mean, good, let's be honest. That's a good point. And, yeah. and I also, because I'm talking about it on my podcast, I make myself open about it, and I just... Again, that's a decision that I've made to be open about it, and I yeah. couldn't be happier because it just feels, you know, it's like you're living in the closet or something, and it's like, how, you know, like, gotta, how stressful would that be? To be I like, have what? to I ask, know, ask Dino about I, it. Dino needs help too, but I have to ask you about yeah. a guy that I that follows me, and I, you know, I'm, uh, I, I love this guy. Yeah, he's kind of a hero of mine, but Mike O'Hearn. Yeah. Uh, why does he say that he is all natural and he will never, kind of? Is that is that why people have told me in the community that, that yeah. he's considered a kind of not a joke, but a guy that like you can't really listen to the guy because he doesn't he's not natural and he won't admit it. Well, OK, there's a lot to unpack there because mm -hmm. I've also like now I have to answer as his friend because mm -hmm. I've, I've worked out with him a number of times and he's been nothing but sweet to me. And True I legend, will yeah. speak in superlative terms about, for example, his training knowledge right right um he is probably the best bodybuilding coach that i've met in person so mm -hmm. not only does he like walk the walk at you know the question of whether or not he has taken anabolics aside to be able to look like that yeah. at, at literally any age yeah like i think a lot of people Dude. don't have a appreciation for what goes into that and like exactly. the mastery that goes into that he's now a legend yeah. right it's a complete unbelievable guy correct and so if somebody's saying i can't take what he says seriously mm -hmm. i would urge them to like go do a workout with him right because i'm an advanced lifter mm -hmm. he will give me these smallest tweaks and he's able to communicate it in such a way that i'm like every single workout i've done with him I'm like i feel like i've leveled up you know it's like i now know how to train shoulders yeah way better and I realized doing my podcast, haters will say the question of whether or not people take anabolics mm -hmm. is very uninteresting to me. 
because ultimately I've seen how that is such, not such a small percentage of my gains, but it's like, I was 230 naturally, right? And I'm like 250 now. And so was and he. I haven't done he was crazy. a big guy too, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's Genetics like you look at guys, role. right? Yeah. You're looking at somebody like that, and the difference between, you know, if you're enhanced or you're not, if you're a genetic outlier. I'm not saying I'm a genetic outlier, but I'm like I know I was always accused of doing steroids when I was like 16 to 18 because. Like I also worked. I have never had an issue like working really hard in the gym, and some people um, do, right? Yeah, and so some do, people yeah. are you're you're kind of starting from a point where like you have a lot more body fat, you have less muscle. So I look like a guy who's on steroids, right? Mm -hmm. And and I just want to weigh in on this. I mean, yeah. when people see my legs, I get accused of being on steroids. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I know guys. I know like guys him on steroids, right? <laughs> I know you're on steroids. No, I've known guys who are as skinny as you who take steroids, and yeah. it's like most people's perception of what that means is very skewed because. You could do, you know, you could be taking Anivar for 20 weeks. It'll gain you some muscle and strength, but you won't look like you're on steroids. Mm -hmm. So I'm always cautious of looking at guys like Michael Hearn or Simeon Panda going like, they already would have looked like they're on steroids. Yeah. Right. And the broader question of how open can you be about what you've done? Right. That's where we're still coming out of an era where if you, we're doing steroids in the 80s and 90s you could get banned from like there's a there's a ronnie coleman on the jay leno show said he's all natural in like 1998 or the early <laughs> wow like, that's crazy okay, that's where we're coming from so there really wasn't an option only today is there an option for people to actually say um yes i do this and that's been like the forefront of that i think of like greg said i think of um mm -hmm. you know you say it again Great YouTuber, great. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, I found him from him talking about Eric Konevsky. He's another guy who t like, do you guys know Eric Konevsky? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's funny. And he's right. Us. He's funny. He's a fan. Of oh, okay, the yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, well, I'm, I've become follows. a big fan yeah. of him too, actually. Um, but one thing is undeniable. He started from a place of a, maybe being much skinnier than you, mm -hmm. and I like again. I think uh, your body so like I you know you have flexing? a great body like when I look at you I go I don't know why you'd want to change your body because yeah. I'm sure women are attracted to you like that's they what are, like, oh, like, they fucking are they I are believe it time. no I believe it better you keep a lot of pussy German Mark wife you don't want for me, this Mark. guy gets pussy dude we tell Brennan's job that's... to keep that Latina fire plug yeah. out of here <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm saying though is like guys have a notion of like do does every girl want a guy who looks like no some of them do but other like you know do what's right for your body so they want a guy who's got skinny ass legs lopsided nutsack and a mediocre cock i mean look for for many years the biggest insecurity of mine was that i had large legs you know because people would be like i'd like take off my shorts and got like people would be like oh my god your quads are so huge and i'm like you know you would make me now i'm okay with it because i feel like I have a realistic assessment of myself, but for many years I was insecure um, about specific, and I would have begged for legs like yours, mm -hmm. you know? So grass is always greener, I guess, but mm -hmm. how should I wrap this rant up? Is, We're is only it, coming now into a place where people uh, have think, the luxury of being honest. Well, right. Let's also talk about this, yeah. thing. I don't mean to interrupt you, but oh, isn't good. it good that we don't have the option to change our appearance when we're kids? You mm. mentioned that you wish you had skinnier calves. I yeah. remember when or I- Or no, used, quads. My quads. calves are skinny. <laughs> yeah, they are. Still I, skinny. Freudian slip. I saw those little yeah. twigs walking here. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are those things? Is he walking on toothpicks? Desecrating <laughs> that great pair of S skate shoes. But I, uh, I used to play paint 
paintball, the uh, paintball. Nobody knows it or plays it anymore, but it had a run in the early 2000s. It's basically like airsoft, but with paint. And I wanted to be shorter so that I could fit behind bunkers more easily. And I would cry at night and tell my dad, Dad, I don't like my growth spurt. I want to go back to being five foot one. <laughs> That's hilarious. Which is what you probably see where I'm going with this. Yeah. Isn't it scary mm-hmm. that kids these days are cutting their fucking cock off? Uh, yes. Yeah. I didn't based see Based on I just, God knows yeah. what. Right. Yeah. And, and even that. So I know we're, we're circling the background to that. Mm-hmm. But I was going to bring up earlier the, the woman who wrote that book about specifically girls uh, thinking that they're transgender on the middle school age being mm-hmm. a sort of uh, cultural uh, or, or so, uh, social contagion would be the right word, right? Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing. And I do think it's wh- wherever you're around because I remember feeling, I moved around a lot as a kid and saw like that was a luxury actually to realize, oh, kids in this city give a shit about this and will bully you for this. Right. And then you move to a different city and that's not cool and you're going to get bullied for a different reason. I, I wanted arbitrary. a circumcised cock. I had an uncircumcised, I have an uncircumcised. Yes. Because, and I, in high school, no, it isn't. And in yeah. high school, I would I would want I wanted a circumcised penis, and now right. I'm so happy. Should have got an exacto yeah. knife and gone to town, pussy. I <laughs> I might have achieved. I thought of attempting it at some point. I'll be honest. Yeah, and that's that's another really interesting question. Actually, mm-hmm. that's so like male specific is like, you know, I'm circumcised. I didn't ask to have that happen to me. Right. It's but bullshit. That, you know, you just like okay, this is what I'm dealing with here, mm-hmm. and uh, it's another thing that some if a girl's not used e- either way, right? Because my mm-hmm. you know. My wife's European, so she's used to the uncircumcised cocks. <laughs> and says she likes this better. Who knows? I mean, you wouldn't tell a guy, like, yeah, I'd, I'd much rather you be, you know, yeah. like, why well, can't you? You better that. be careful with yeah. that conversation. Um, when my girlfriend starts spouting out about fucking past uncircumcised cocks, that's when I know. That's it, huh? Drop yeah. sweat forms on my eyebrow. But I guess, you know, the main benefit, according to her, is like, you don't need lube when you're jerking it off. That's true, yeah. That, that foreskin. No lube. Yeah, uh, it's too bad it smells like cheese whiz. No, right. summer. Well, I always hear that and I go, that's like, bullshit. wait, is this, is this a matter of, like, guys aren't but you know able to clean their own cocks or something you, like you have a little more skin you're like oh my god i can't shower anymore he's i've not. never had dick cheese <laughs> too it's, yeah. it's an urban myth in my opinion i don't think it i don't think it's that's real. what i would assume because i'm like okay but like yeah maybe if you're camping for two weeks exactly. or something but sure. if you have access to running water it's, it's actually nice because whenever we go to subway when we're on the oh, road we, we don't even pay for cheddar cheese on our they're like no it's free <laughs> we're king, good king croc i interrupted you what were you saying over there Honestly, I want to keep talking about steroids. Yeah. Uh, let's get him. Let's yeah. get him. Give him and, a um, give him some advice on something he could do. Beginner steroid package. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Really, I'm more into the philosophical. No, uh-huh. right. I look at it in a different way. I don't, yeah. It seems <laughs> yeah. like you're you look at it really from an individualistic, person to person type. I can look at it from a few different ways, but I am a steroid nerd more than most people because you're going to get a range of people. Some guys just go. Tell me what to do. I don't want to think about it at all. Right. I'm not the biggest steroid nerd, but from the age of 18, like two years before I even did my first cycle, and many years I didn't, by the way. I took a few cycles in college, stopped completely, picked up TRT uh, at around 34, and have been kind of, you know, safely experimenting. How old are you now? Damn. I'm 38. Right, you so twenty-seven. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Somebody told me that, like, this is another thing. You know, haters, ever like every hater, every male haters, like mm-hmm. you look sixty. I'm like, yep. uh, I mean, same I, thing. You know, I might look. <laughs> they keep telling. They told me they right. told me I look like forty something right now. I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. You know, once yeah. women start saying like you're too old to date, yeah, that's that's the great thing. When women are attracted to you, 
it's like that's all i care about you know right. like or they're gonna Same. give me the truth like you know hey does your pussy get wet when i'm doing this to you mm -hmm. uh that's all i care about mm -hmm. not that i'm that child but it's like it's just a much more realistic assessment of like what i look how like, do yeah, yeah what do my looks do to somebody that actually matters if you're a guy telling Absolutely. me but my looks you're gay yeah exactly you know, that's, nah. that's, that, that, that's some brian Callender right yeah yeah that's actually that's a brian Callender joke actually and it's <laughs> yeah. relevant to you king Rock, yeah. because he's like uh if you're a black guy and you got a pet cat you're gay uh, <laughs> hurtful no but um i really wanted to know do you see it as a freedom fight sort of a fight for our chemical <laughs> enhancement <laughs> rights and yeah really they're bonding over it i guess there's a thing to no, this because that's, i know this guy knows yeah. i know you know a lot about yeah. this and that's why i'm kind of like antsy to really talk yeah. about it because the influence big pharma mm -hmm. corporations yeah the mainstream yeah. media. We can drink, but we can't inject testosterone into our bodies. We need a doctor's prescription I'm for that. Saying... It's insane. When was the last time somebody died of acute steroid poisoning? It doesn't happen. It doesn't, you yeah. could make the argument that over the course of, in these, the doses that a bodybuilder would take mm -hmm. over the course of decades, in addition to anytime you hear about a bodybuilder dying, he's at 4% body fat. Mm -hmm. He's eating however many thousand calories a day with a lot of meat all these different things where you, you're messing with insulin growth hormones mm -hmm. you're gonna have um you know left ventricular hypertrophy all these other things that like you're getting all these comorbidities it's almost i would dare say it's impossible to poison yourself with steroids it is every day i'm sure people die of alcohol poisoning mm -hmm. for example and it's yes. the same with we you know these things where you go why yeah, this yeah. not that uh, mark i took a bottle of trend in high school you think i've done Stand permanent, permanent damage to myself no, not at all. No. I, I did also. I did trend in college as well. I put on like um, 30 nice. pounds in a fucking two weeks. You sure I didn't do any permanent damage? Yeah, did you really, though? I put on so much. Okay. Way stronger really quickly. Okay. Dude. That the way strength, uh, despair, right. it was insane. I would do 250 push-ups before bed, just like sets of 25. Yeah, and it's an interesting one because trend is, it actually isn't the best at putting on muscle. It's, it is potent. But there's other things like if you were just to look to acutely increase your strength in a short amount of time, you would uh -huh. take something like Anadrol. Mm -hmm. um, but mm. Trend's unique capacities are to uh, uh, allow you to gain muscle while losing fat. So that's why mm -hmm. a lot of people take it pre-contest. It's really good at saving the muscle even in a caloric deficit. Hmm. Uh, the, the idea there is nutrient partitioning. It takes, you know, it's like, all right, we're going to suck the protein over in the muscle. Love we're going to use guy. the carbs for this. We're going to burn the fat for energy. Better, so it enhances nutrient partitioning. We better That's... call up Enrique, the security guard, because King Croc's going to follow into your car. He's going to try to blow you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I, you know, and trend is a funny, like, meme that a lot of guys do. And for some reason, that's like the thing that guys want to do is their first thing. I've taken trend a few times. The last time I did it, I was actually, I had a bottle of trend, trend ace, 100 milligrams per milliliter. And I was getting ready for a music video, a Hanson music video shoot. The irony, huh? Because I was like, yeah. I, it was like an 80s weightlifting motif. So I'm like, I just have all this shit on hand that was this I actually. Modern Hanson? This was this year. Yeah. Oh, wow. I just saw him on Adam Carolla. Yeah. So they're, no, they're, they're, they're on Adam Carolla. Two Hanson music videos. Hell yeah. And they're the Sick. best dudes. They uh, seem super cool. Yeah. They're really talented and wow. um, just down to earth because they, they, they've, they had that childhood success. But then with music, it's like, Oh, you got to keep going. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have this one hit. Maybe they did get a lot of money from Mbop, but like they've had to reinvent themselves mm -hmm. and, you know, be these touring musicians. But they are genuinely talented, genuinely good people. And that's why I did trend to prepare for their music video shoot. Mm -hmm. uh, to reward their musicianship. <laughs> yeah, <hey>, look, mm -hmm. <laughs> here's my contribution. Mm -hmm. but what I noticed is 
there's people will talk about the cardiovascular effects of, of taking trend. And I noticed that this last time I was also taking a bunch of Winstrol, a bunch of trend, bunch of test, bunch of Mastron. Like I literally had this, this stack of stuff. Like I don't want, you know, like when, when you, when you have like a pizza, you're like, I don't want to eat this the rest of the week. I better finish it all now. That was literally my, but like I was taking so much shit for 10 days and nothing happened except cardiovascular effects from trend. You kind of go, it doesn't feel as good to work out. Yeah. Gotcha. I, Mike, so I took cardio. it while I was training Brazilian jiu-jitsu really hard. Yeah. And my cardio was gone. Yes. And my my um amateur like ooga booga primitive knowledge of what was going on was that <laughs> oh I just put on a ton of muscle really fast maybe that muscle's not conditioned yet yeah uh, I didn't but but that, I didn't... that is a general phenomenon like if you were to put on twenty pounds and in a short period of time over but you notice that after a few months you wouldn't notice like right, yeah. right away your cardio goes mm -hmm. down because of the compound so it was probably the, the cardiovascular yes. effects that you're describing yes in scientific means yeah and just it, the increase in blood pressure I remember being at the gym and i'm like i don't want to finish i rarely have that feeling of like i can't i don't want to do this last set because my head hurts or something mm -hmm. but i was it like well. this is Inter you know, it's a performance enhancer, but also a performance diminisher. Like, it, it gives and you a look that you want, but you know good. as much as anybody that trend is like one of the most harshest compounds. It's the like, hard, yes, because really hard. any injectable, like orals that you take, like D ball, Terinabol, Anadrol, Anavar, Halotestin, these are all going to be hepatoxic. So it's going to accumulate some liver damage. However, your liver is super resilient. So it actually goes back to if you just took eight weeks and then take that time off, your liver's probably gonna be fine. Hmm. Unlike somebody who's an alcoholic, it's like the average alcoholic versus the average steroid user, my guess, my ignorant sort of guess, would that be the the alcohol user who doesn't let their liver recover over the course of years is actually gonna be in a, a much worse state. Don't, See, don't tell them what's in that bottle case. Steroids <laughs> and alcohol don't don't mix. Correct, obviously. but I would, I would argue like, alcohol is worse long-term for you and mm -hmm. the way that people tend to abuse it when they're really into it because this notion of steroid addiction, either, you know, but some guys will take trend for seven years. Trend is something that over the course of excessive abuse, like if you're doing it at high levels for seven years, which I've heard stories about, mm -hmm. then it becomes toxic to your kidneys and liver to a degree that it can cause disease like that. And um, it, it's more toxic than the average injectable. I would argue yeah, doing yeah, something like test and HGH at a low level, like a, a TRT dose of test, mm -hmm, two units sure. of HGH, something like Joe Rogan claims to do, that like you could do that for the rest of your life and the effects that the negative health effects that you're gonna accumulate are probably slim to or you know negligible. So to you nothing. mentioned HGH, yeah. right? Yeah. Low dose HGH, two, yeah. two IUs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that mean you you've taken insulin before? And how did you feel about that? To me, I that have was not because scary, you know up bro. until very recently, yes, it is scary. I've changed my mind on it recently. However, I want to um, really do my research. There's some good books out there, guys that I follow, such as Vigorous Steve, who's a Dutch bodybuilder. She probably. Do you know him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he, like it's a, it's a course, relatively dude, small. This. It's not like as big as Greg Doucette's got a million, but Vigorous Steve is like to me he's an authority he knows exactly not only how to use it for himself but he's coached thousands of people he's mm -hmm. written the book on insulin and oh it's know. something that he's reframed my perspective on it as the the three bioidentical safest compounds you could use would be safe uh, usage of test hdh and insulin what i'm realizing as i start to use even just experimenting with carbs like while you're lean you see like if you use for example hgh and 
proper carbohydrate usage, you see like it can be the difference between looking very full and not. Yeah. And that's, I assume, what would the, the feeling of insulin because it drives, you can just drive a much higher, uh, uh, you know, number of grams of carbohydrates into your muscle cell right, mm -hmm. without getting lost in, in the bloodstream or giving you this spike in blood sugar that's not healthy Damn. for you. And, oh. um, you know, again, it, and it also seems like a lot of disease is rooted in insulin insensitivity. Right. right? So even And this is what I meant when I said big pharma. Oh, God. Right. Think about what would happen <laughs> if the masses knew that steroids could possibly prevent cancers yeah or even for example because people always ask about the carnivore diet i haven't tried the carnivore diet but i love meat mm -hmm. and i i did keto for a while and i was like i'm you know nine percent body fat on eating a you know new york strip steak right. with five eggs five pieces of bacon and avocado like this should be a disgusting fatty diet but the thing is without that insulin spike because you're not eating any carbs um you're utilizing that for muscle rebuilding and energy. And so um, the real trouble gets into place when you're using, you know, fast digesting carbs, sugar, and fats, mm -hmm. ice cream, ice candy, cream. right? Yeah. Those are the things that, yeah. that screw you over, and that's part of the standard yeah. American diet. Take your diet. fucking nerd's rope. Yeah. <laughs> and I love yeah. candy, here, believe here, me. But, <laughs> so, King, you know. we're going to wrap up at just about seven. I I'm going to let you ask one more question of Mark here. Yeah. And I want it to be something deep. I don't want it to yeah. be a scientific question about the insulin okay. breakdown when you're on we, your second cycle of You know, what's ball. funny is, deal mm -hmm. <laughs> with this on part of the kid, like, Brian will ask me what I've I've had to recommit to being like if he asks me a serious question I have to give him a silly answer because gotcha. he'll be like Mark like if I wanted to gain ten pounds of muscle and then I'll try to answer him seriously and everyone in the room falls asleep yeah you know and the audience is like shut the fuck up Mark I'm, yeah. like, I'm just trying to you know so I'm like I realize yes there is a right and wrong way to answer these questions or mm -hmm. like a scientific or at least scientific way but you know. I'm sorry if this is boring you, is what I'm saying. Mm. Dude, I, l I live and sleep yeah. for this type of shit, so Yeah, fuck that's him cool. I don't really give that's a cool shit. that you know Vigorous Steve, because yeah, he's dude. like, I would see. Him he's, and Leo. Leo. Yeah. Vigorous no, these, Steve sounds like a rapist. I'm Vigorous that. Steve, huh? <laughs> Vigorous Steve is not a rapist. He's an awesome he's, guy. He's, um, I, I don't want him around my sister <laughs> at the very least. Vigorous. He's, yeah, he would fuck the shit out of her. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, these guys are like, it's just, it, and, now, and now it's not just, it's not just that they're talking about steroids, because Leo like you want a deep dive on nicotine and the nootropic effects of, yes, of you know what nicotine can do as a as a cognitive performance enhancer go to leo longevity he's put me on to more obscure biohacking things and he knows a lot about steroids but also like these channels are just like general interest it's like you want to know about how the human body works and how to hack it or you know even that term is overused but well, it's you got to be high iq so. dude like us <laughs> <laughs> well that is true to some degree i go like well Look, I know if I was stupid, I probably wouldn't be watching Leo and Longevity, you know, mm -hmm. because this would be a lot more boring. I hate to like mm -hmm. give myself a big up, but sometimes you go like, you know, because people, people are online going, right, you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, mm, I mean, I'm not the smartest guy, but I know I'm not stu the stupidest yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Of course. As long as you're stupider than me. You get some right? skinny calves. But, uh, yeah, you're right. It's like, look, you can disparage my calves, yeah. but you can't say that I have an 83 IQ. Okay, mm -hmm. so final question, right? Yeah, King. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be that deep. But I want, I really we want it deep. I'll get Austin. Yeah, uh, we gotta wait for something or no? No, no, it's just the backup cam. But the, it's the end of the show, so we're probably. So good. I was thinking, man, what kind of stack would you design for an intermediate 
See, that's a technical question, asshole. I forbade that. I wanted it to be like, Uh, 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 so what do you think about the Chinese blocking shipments of roids off the coast of Mumbai? I thought you'd give me some Also, he kind of answered it earlier. But I would would say this if you wanted to. Right. I would say test HGH, learn about insulin and do that, but also uh, add Primo like a, a, an equivalent dose or more. So if you're taking 300 tests, take 300 Primo and add on there because it's it's probably the safest, cleanest anabolic compound to add on to test and it adds uh, a, an anti-estrogenic effect mm. onto test. We need that in today's society. Yeah, no more right, 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 right. Well, you know, when people go like, I'm gonna start taking tests and then I'm also gonna take this anti-estrogen, but it's actually, these aren't the healthiest thing to take, right? Mm-hmm. You want a little bit of estrogen. Yeah. So taking an anabolic compound that kind of competes, uh, you know, or, or, or prevents estrogen conversion, that is, and I've taken that kind of stack before and the aesthetic benefit is great. And it's That's just really cool. safe and not like, you can do so much with these compounds that aren't trend, that aren't anadrol, uh-huh. but guys want to do like, I want to jump to the most extreme thing, you know? Absolutely. But you gotta also remember though, he's probably demolishing his body in the gym yeah. at least five days right. a week. Hey, that's but, always, anybody, time anybody asks that, I go, let's take a step back. Are you an advanced lifter? Right. And, and, and a lot of times even I can, yeah, I can ask somebody about what their split is, but what I've learned, cause even I, you know, I'd consider myself an advanced lifter. I, a lot of things I didn't know I could improve upon it. So I'm talking to Michael Hearn, he's right. giving me small tweaks. So, and I know I can do that for a lot of people, just as far as even intensity, going to failure. A lot of guys don't even know what it's like to like do a set of bench press to failure. Yeah. I yeah. found, I, I didn't assume I, that. I, I read I'm, in uh, uh, Joe Manganiello's book, he has, a, you know, he, he wrote a book on lifting and he said, try to do 30 pull-ups. He says, if you get towards the end of 30 pull-ups, in a row. In a row. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's that level of can you intensity? Correct. How many people? I assume Mark can, but how many other people in this room can do thirty pull-ups? No, we're in a talking row? about like if keep stop like if you have to stop, right. continue. Because I was saying there might be pull-ups. like when I was wrestling, I could do thirty in a row, mm-hmm. bare, and that's like to do in a row. That's an insane amount of. Yeah, it's an insane. It's a lot. I agree that like mm-hmm. doing body weight movements to failure should teach you about intensity because right. like. It, <sighs> There's only so much you can hack as far as the form to do a put. You can do a really shitty, ba- you know, push up, but like, it's nothing's gonna fall on you. You right. know, like you, right. you can mm-hmm. safely do a push up to failure. Exactly, mm-hmm. and understand what that feeling start. feels like. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm gonna put you in the hot seat here. Yeah. Wait, well, you asked your question, Croc. What's, no, I did. What's the hot seat? This might be a good one. It's a good question. All right. yeah. hit him, hit him, hit him. The death of the West is it real? Is it? Uh, I think we're at a fork in the road, for sure. Where uh, you know, it, but what I what I love saying, and I was showing on TFAK today, mm-hmm. I introduced Brian Callen to Andrew Tate. Ooh. Right, <laughs> there is a resurgence of guys who are like, "Fuck that!" Right? No, no, no. Masculinity, traditional gender roles, and good. I never was He's this guy man. before until you realize it's like, oh. I know what I'm being shamed for constantly and women being like calling me toxically masculine for, mm-hmm. you know, having a strong masculine frame or whatever I'm sure, you know, yep. your, your audience is familiar with. I think that we're in a fight now just for certain basic values where you go, you know, this is actually something the Liver King brought up. They're like, why are you, you, you preach this ancestral ship, but then you fly in a private jet and he's like, yeah, I'm taking the things that make my life easier, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, or better or some way. So it's like, mm-hmm. take what we want from, for, you know, look at the past and go, what helps us out today? And if it doesn't, let it go and, and adapt things that, you know, if technology 
enhances your well-being, you can use that. But if it's undermining your well-being, let it go. And I do mm -hmm. think that um, I think we're in a fight. But I see things like, you know, there's a lot of things today in contemporary politics. If you've been red pilled or whatever, and you hear mm. people talk about like like make the other argument, it's almost like you kind of don't even want to engage. Mm -hmm. But there is a way to engage in a diplomatic way and change people's mind because that's how my mind has been changed, right? You know, and, or I've Facts. come to see that, um, oh no, this is right, or these ends like, but there is a lot of conditioning and brainwashing going along to specifically for men, and that's why I spend a lot. I like YouTube because. You're just not going to get certain points of view in mainstream media because it's become taboo. However, I think there's, you know, starting with YouTube and, and some of these people in the manosphere and women too, because women are also like, no, no, no. We, yeah, we would like you to be men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we would like you to have these certain values. And, um, and that's okay, and it's it's it is taboo, but it's still it's, it's the, becoming less so. Is mm -hmm. there's the manosphere? Is the women's one called the uvula verse? <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't even know. It's like you know, <laughs> there's no equivalent, right? Because it's like because femininity and womanhood isn't being marginalized and shamed, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like you, you wouldn't Preach. have the manosphere if that was just a mainstream thing. Yeah. But like femininity is yeah. much more mainstream See, these days. Oh, yeah. AOC, the greatest modern politician, true or false? <laughs> you know, what's funny is I have a lot of empathy for anybody in the um, like public eye. But I remember my friends sent back when I think was it. Did she go on her, the first time she went to The Daily Show? Was it Trevor Noah? I assume. I think so. But I remember she made some flub going like there are like 200 million people in this country who are poor. And I was like, but you can't be saying stuff like that because it's not true. Right. And and my buddy was trying to defend. He's like, oh, well, that happens. I'm like, but you just, you are the hot girl of the Democratic Party. Mm. You can't be making these basic errors of mm. statement because, and then and then saying Donald Trump can't speak, yeah. you know, or something yeah. where it's like, dude, be better. What's, so our, I, uh, what's our population? 300 million in the United States? Right. It okay. was something like that where it's like, you, you know, you're like there. There is. It was something utterly ridiculous. If you're listening to her, yeah. if you're just transfixed on her yeah. heavies, then you're not going to catch it. Mm -hmm. But they're not that heavy. <laughs> big booty Latina. I've seen heavier. Oh, AOC, hey, my favorite big booty Latina. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we reviewed that clip. No, and I saw, but I saw the guy explain why he did it on the Tim Pool show. I'm like, oh my god, and he's so articulate about it. He's yeah. like, no, specifically to. He's like, I found that if you say these things from your point of view. Just matter of factly, nobody gives you any attention. But the moment you call AOC a big booty Latina, she melts down, and all of a sudden, I have a platform. So I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, of course Dine's you did that. Funny. Can we show that clip real quick in case anybody <laughs> yeah, hasn't seen it? Pretty bad. Uh, uh, but master trollery, right? It's yeah, like, it was that's great. How you do it? It was it yeah, was for a purpose because you're like, hey, now I have your attention, and I'm going to say something, right? AOC, <laughs> big booty Latina. Let's see if we could get the clip without Harassed any commentary. Capital. The guy's fucking classic, dude. They're always bury the original. Yeah, movie. it's all just commentary. It commentary yeah. Clout chaser harasses. I can probably find it on Google. On just Twitter, like a Twitter video. If but you also, Google apparently, it. he didn't say, like, she quoted him as saying something different than he actually said. He's like, I have it on video, and she misquoted me. I didn't oh, say this. Really? I said, hey. you know. Here we go. Yeah. AOC, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She wants to kill babies, but she's still beautiful. You look very beautiful in that dress. 
You look very sexy. She look at is that hot. booty mm. on AOC. That's my favorite big booty Latina. <laughs> She's bad. I love it. My favorite AOC. Nice to meet you, AOC. Look how she sexy loves she it. looks in that dress. And she does Ooh, look sexy. That's, it, what, that's one thing when, people, when guys hot, hot, try like to, on the right, they'll try to deny that she's hot. She's like, she's okay. It's like, oh, come on, dude. For a politician? She's for a politician. Hot as it gets. Oh, like, as it gets. Yeah. That, uh, you know, the hottest, as hot as it gets is actually that male swimmer oh, wow. over there. That's the another funny one. And you know what's funny is, like, if you're interested in trans rights, mm -hmm. you should be on the forefront of going, hey, Cut it out. You're, we're losing ground here. Mm -hmm. you, you've managed to find the only galvanizing, mm -hmm. you know, oh, yeah. uh, event, a guy with a dick swimming against women or mm -hmm. somebody with a dick fighting against women in, in the octagon or something like that. Everybody's on board. 99% of people are on board until you're like, and yeah, we should let dudes beat up girls. And they're yeah. like, wait a second. This might be going out on a limb, but yeah. yeah. Well, we've learned a lot yeah. here. We've talked about, we started the podcast about, with Dino's case of monkeypox. Right. We talked about how we're actually, my filmer was on vacation, paid mm -hmm. vacation, and we're actually going to um, make him pay back every dime he got <laughs> yeah, on that vacation. Yeah, yeah. We decided he's not working hard enough. Yeah. We yeah. learned about steroids, skate yes. shoes, manliness, mm -hmm. and big booty Latinas. It's been an yeah. educational program. Great, great pod. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. And Thank you for having me. We, that was a lot of fun. Where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me. Uh, my All my handles are at Hella Mark Harley, H-E-L-L-A, M-A-R-K-H-A-R-L-E-Y. And I do a podcast called Haters Will Say that's fitness adjacent. We talk about fitness and I look at gym fails and just try to have fun with it. It's a launching point. We talk about psychedelics. We talk about psychology. We talk about nice. how fitness relates to current events and stuff like that. It's a one-man podcast and I just started having some guests on. So. Cool. Uh, it's on the Thick Boy YouTube channel, and I also, you can find me, you know, on The Fighter and the Kid. You'll see me in the background of The King of the Sting, and, uh, awesome. you know, looking to do some more TikToks in the future because China's taking over, isn't it? Yep. Oh, yeah. And also, oh, you get yeah. recognized in saunas with those. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's nice. I'm TikTok famous, baby. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Thank you. For, thank you for coming on, my man. Yeah. It's a great time. Uh,